Did you post this on Twitter so I can retweet it? And what? we are live here. Lots of craziness happening in Rochester, New York right now. Um, Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioting over another police shooting. I don't, I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck happened. Anytime I hear there's a cop that shoots some innocent, unarmed person, thing, whatever, I automatically now assume the cop probably acted in self-defense or the person was resisting arrest and the cop had to shoot them or they were going for a weapon. But here we are again, another complete shit show. And Brandon Strzokow was attacked. We'll show that video soon um, when he was doing some sort of event or something. I'm not sure what he was doing, but it's getting worse. It's in some ways getting better because um, some things have simmered down, but it's just a fucking shit show. Oh, Trump visited uh, Kenosha this week, too. Yeah, and then Biden did. Yeah, he isn't that funny how he followed in his footsteps. Like this is where Trump, when you know Trump is winning, is when he is um, setting the headlines, when he is um, getting people to follow him, and when he is doing action and on offense. When he's reacting, that's usually when things are weaker. But when he's um, when he's playing the game, where he's you know just he's he's driving the headlines. That's the term I was looking for. That's when he's winning. But. Man, what, what what do you guys want to talk about at the top here? What about that guy who uh, shot the Patriot Prayer dude? Yes. And then oh, he yes. got dead. He got dead. Yeah, well, I it's funny because, um, well, it's not funny, but I had just seen that night that he did a Vice interview, of course, fucking Vice, how it's, mm-hmm. you know, sung from its former self under Gavin. He does this Vice interview, and he basically admits he murdered the guy. A few hours later, I mean, everybody's like, well, nothing's happening. A few hours later, cops show up, and a struggle happens, I guess, and they shot him dead. Justice Good riddance. Served. Good riddance. Yep. Yeah, no, like, what an idiot. Like, what sort of guy goes on, like, shoots someone on camera, and then does an interview with, like, a major news publication and doesn't think they're going to wind up dead. Like, this dude must have known what was going on with that. Like, he can't be that stupid, but, you he know, I, you never know. Was was he trying to... I, I, I heard he was trying to place the self-defense thing, oh, but it's God. like, the film was obvious because they were saying, oh, let's get him. There's a Trumper, mm-hmm. let's get him. Like, you know, no. You were clearly the aggressor. He was murdered. The, the dude was murdered. You murdered him. That's it. It's over. Well, it's even worse because I'm going to pull up the tweet from Pozo um, where they now have CCTV uh, footage and there are stills from it that showed he was um, walking down the street where this guy was. He goes into like a little hidey hole and then waits for him. And then when he comes out, he yeah. comes out of the hidey hole and follows them. And then we all know how it ended. Yeah, you're the, you're he's the aggressor. That's it. It's over. Like that's that was it, um. Yeah, I, I'm. Sh- I'm sure if he would have stayed alive, Ben Crump would have represented him, though. Uh, yeah. yeah I think that with them doing that, it's like saying a message. The news didn't cover it as if you know he was a victim. The news covered it as if 
you know, he was a writer or something, opposed to like what they're doing now with people on their side. And, and it really frustrated me. It made me very upset when I saw this. I'm like, you murdered a Trump supporter? You murdered somebody for that? Well, I mean, look at look at that. Look at how the media played the whole the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Like yeah. they, the like the MSNBC, uh, MSNDNC, they had like they labeled the first dude who the um the the Rosenbaum, I think it is that that first guy that got shot who was like a a pedophile or whatever. They labeled him. Oh, he was a uh, you know. A family he was a man. concerned sit. He was a family. He's a concerned citizen. And then they tried to label the second guy as a hero, the one that tried to beat the shit out of him with a skateboard. Like, oh, he was also a convicted felon. And it was like, and it and and it was like, oh well. You you hear people say, well, I I don't really care what he did in the past. Well, it's like, well, past. But then again, past his prelude. Like we're starting to see, like. Like if like he was he was shouting the n word or something like that mm-hmm. on a video. You have a good point. Where they're saying I don't care about their past. I have an issue with that because remember when the Democrats was letting people out of prison and jail um, because of COVID nineteen? A lot of people who are getting arrested have prior convictions. Like they're not first time offenders. So I'm kind of wondering if these are the same people the Democrats had let out. So it's not even just that with the Democrat areas. It's not even just that they're letting people out. So that they like the bail in some of these states is just yeah. like waived unless you do a violent offense. Like, well, what the hell's like? They're they're doing this on purpose. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. a setup. It's, it's coordinated. Well, the other thing it's, too. Did you see in Rochester? I'll pull this video up too. A bunch of anti from Black Lives Matter started storming a restaurant when people were eating in there. Like, what the fuck are they doing? I mean, I know what they're doing, but, like, you get my rhetorical question, which is, like, you you know, you're literally pissing off the average person like you wouldn't believe. Like, if New York goes red, which it won't, but, like, just take the statement for what it is, this is why. Like, don't be surprised. Oh, you broke into, you know, while people are just trying to eat with their family and, and were dressed up as, like, terrorists? With bats and clubs and guns and machetes and, you know, uh, batons. And you think we're going to, like, vote for people that allow that? Yeah. I don't know how you can stay a Democrat for this shit. This shit is well, the latest, the latest thing I've heard from the Biden campaign is they're trying to blame Trump for this. It's like, no, yeah. Trump isn't the one, like, allowing this stuff to happen. As soon as Trump gets approval from these Democrat, like, mayors... This stuff ends right quick, but what happens is these Democrat mayors, they allow this app and they won't let Trump send the National Guard to deal with these, like, Antifa thugs. Yeah, and there's a great article, I'll pull it up for a real quick second, um, in Town Hall uh, by a guy that is that used to be in the National Guard, I believe, that explained why it's not so simple as some conservatives like to say that, oh, what Trump? why isn't Trump acting and sending the troops in? And he explains how that's First of all, it's not that simple. And the the TLDR of this article is that you need cooperation with the state and local governments when you send in the National Guard, the feds, uh, or else they're basically ineffective and basically invaders. And, you know, that can be spun with an optics nightmare. But if he sends these troops in, they need to be housed somewhere. They need an HQ. They need equipment. They need... Um, 
you know, um, not, not equipment, but like, um, you know, resources. And, you know, w where are they going to get it if they can't use the state stuff? And if they have people that uh, are committing state crimes, how do they, pro um, you know, jail them and prosecute them all that stuff when the prosecutors are told not to do anything about it? I mean, it's a really, really complicated situation. Trump's playing it right by not owning it, staying away from it, letting it, letting the Dems figure it out, and then come pleading him when they need help. I mean, if they're going to spin this as Trump being ineffective, which I don't know if that's how many people are going to really see this, but I think people just see this. As, I mean, Trump keeps preaching law and order and all these things, but I think people are going to look at it and just say, I don't want this shit in my backyard. And they saw Biden defending this and now flip-flopping. I mean, I think you got to at least stop and pause when you hear that. But here's the CCTV footage. It says, uh, CCTV photos of the Antifa gunman Michael uh, Reno from Portland Police show he was um, walking in front of the Trump spores and slipped into an alcove to ambush them from behind unaware. A comrade appears to assist the hunt. So they're hunting down Trump spores. Scott Adams predicted this months ago. And people thought he was crazy. But this is literally what's happening. Uh, well, I mean, he played uh, like tr Trump has played it the best way he possibly can. Uh, he's uh, he's went to these random city like like he went to these cities where they're like, you know, where they're ailing. Uh, and he's like, look, hey, I'll you know, I can I can do this. Right. I I got the power to do this immediately. I could go. And like he says, he could like I could solve this thing in 45 minutes. Yeah. Right. And, and he can, like he showed like the, the move that he made into Chicago was, was a great one. Cause it showed that he had the ability to, to completely drown the situation if he really wanted to. Cause the second that he went, the second that he had the feds go into Chicago, it was the, it was the, the least deadly day. <laughs> of the year in Chicago. Like it was like, um, it, it was incredible. So it, that, and that was good. And that set the tone to everybody else going, look, I can do it. Like, what he was, I think what these Democrats were hoping for was that Trump would send troops in or he would send feds in and they would be completely incompetent or something, or yeah. there would be, it would be well, a total shit show and killed. But the problem is there's still even even if you were right about like let, let's say you were right about Trump, the feds are still the fucking feds. Okay. They're still capable right. of doing a great job at an instant, right? And uh so of course it was gonna fucking fail miserably. And now they have like these Democrats have no choice but to just, you know, say, Well, we don't want you here. Uh, we would rather let the fucking city burn. And then we have like Kamala Harris on social media raising money to bail out the people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Never oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Biden Look, and campaign had staffers that were actively raising money to bail the, out terrorists. I, I, so I, I, I got a question for y'all. Um, so, um, 
So Gov uh, New York Governor Cuomo, he uh, he had stated in a uh, mm. in an interview or whatever, he said if if Trump's coming to New York City, he's going to need an army to protect him. Um, Is he I said, <laughs> I said uh, that Trump should go to New York City just to prove a point right mm. that to me that would send a huge message if you go right into the big apple and and you you basically lay your nuts out there and go yeah i'm here um <laughs> i think that that <laughs> yeah i i no, but i think i think if he shows up and he goes yeah i'm here i'm coming here whether you like it or not like to me that would be one, it would be the coolest thing ever. And two, I think, again, you're talking about sending a shockwave through the system, the Democrat system, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what, say, what say ye? Yeah, I think that's what Trump should do. He should start going into like all these liberal strongholds and just like having them break out into riots and just cost the liberal cities all this money because their people are so intolerant of other opinions. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and, and, okay, so he said, so, so Cuomo said that, oh, he needs an army. Well, good thing he's the leader of the fucking free world and the, uh, and the, and the commander in chief <laughs> of the best army on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mean that army, right? And, uh, last time I checked, uh, I, I, I mean, I, and, and I, my, you know, reporting on the news has been fairly fuzzy. So you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to back me up on this if I'm wrong or whatever. Uh, but didn't, didn't the police union in New York just back Trump not too long ago? They did. They just did. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's good in that department too. And the fraternal <laughs> order of police also right. just recently endorsed him, which is going to segue to another story we need to talk about because it's very fascinating in mm -hmm. kind of relation to that. But I want to pull up the Straka video real quick. Um, and also know what you're saying about the New York thing. I think that would be a good play is that every time these big rides break out in these areas with shootings, um, he should travel to each of these cities. And mm -hmm. what he should do is that exactly like he did in Kenosha, visit the small business people, visit the working class, and visit pe uh, um, people of, I don't want to use that phrase. Um, minorities. Minorities, that's a better one. I won't use the leftist jargon. Um, minority communities, you get great photo ops, great optics from that of Trump caring about normal people. And then you have Antifa and Black Lives Matter rioting and protesting against that you have that contrast and i i would think even if the media spins it which they will i think people are still going to look at that and say like what's well, I mean, he doing wrong he's visiting people and trying to help them and he well, doesn't have it's, to help them you're killing a uh, you're killing a million birds with one stone because like you you're doing this and it's great optics you're showing up and you're you know you're 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 doing you know you're visiting the small businesses uh you're you're having you you know you're financially backing the police and the small business and all this other stuff but 
another thing that you're doing is you're having the feds come in there and clean that fucking place yeah. out just because you're showing up, right? Just because you're showing up. They have to clean out the that's their job. Like and so yeah, I mean, now of course New York would be bigger, that would be a little bit tougher of a task, but they could do it. They could supply and I'm pretty sure that the uh, the the police commissioner will back them up too. And you, I mean, I'm telling like, and, and if he shows up, if he shows up to New York city, <laughs> that would be insane. That would be insane. You know, you guys, this isn't like right related, but I would love for Trump to go and visit all the hair salons in San Francisco. Mm. <laughs> no, it would I, be I, a great political. It would be a great. Ad. San Francisco. This goes fucked, man. I, and 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 it's sad for me. It's sad because San Francisco used to be one of my favorite cities ever, right? Used to be one of my favorite cities ever. There's like so many good places, so many good place, like such so good seafood, great places to eat. Just so like you know, one of the most friendliest. Used to be one of the most friendliest places. But like, um, I'm only saying it though because you know when Nancy, so. You kind of like a slap in her face. He comes to her city and visit all the hair salon places. <laughs> I think it would be blow hilarious. out Nancy. Yes. Blow, blow out Nancy. <laughs> on the ba- on the um, other side, I think, look. I think uh, Stephen Crowder called it Hairgate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look. You know we're bad. Yes, we're bashing. We're bashing Nancy Pelosi, but you got you, you got to look at it from the other side. You know, Nancy Pelosi's hair looked really good while For she was explaining age. while it while she was good. doing a terrible while she was doing a terrible job explaining why she went to the salon when no one else could. I got to say her hair did look fantastic. <laughs> they set me up. <laughs> yeah, they talk about bullshit like I mean, what the? F- she thinks that she's accusing a hair salon of setting her up. Why the f- like? Look, there's probably even like liberals that are running the hair salon. I mean, what? Like, first of all, she look. She got caught doing something stupid, and she's flailing. She's panicking, and it's really just a bad look. I mean, every time you like, if say what you will about Trump and the mask shit. But at least he was consistent, you know? He didn't go like, guys, we all got to wear a mask because, you know, safety, guys. And then he didn't, like, go into a hair salon and not wear one. But she was saying that he was risking other people's lives and killing people, and she was so adamant about it. So she wasn't, like, attacking Trump and people who didn't want to wear masks. It would be a different story. But she's been consistently attacking people and telling them they need to wear masks. And then we see her on camera walk in somewhere where she should be walking into, not wearing a mask. Yeah. And it's very hypocrite. It's like she thinks she's a ruler. She's above the law. Because how many times have they been preaching that, uh, you know, no one's above the law, but apparently she is. Mm-hmm. Rules for thee, but not for me. Very exactly. If I was, if I was the the um, the salon owner, I know she gave she gave this very impassioned little th- uh, online online presser that she was reading you know uh i I kind of felt for uh but uh yeah you you know me though if i was if i was doing that press conference i'd be like you know what nancy pelosi you're right 
You know, you mm-hmm. said that I owe you an apology. You know what? Damn it, Nancy. You're absolutely correct. Look, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, hey, hey, hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out. Look, here. You'd be like, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're such a piece of shit house leader that <laughs> you thought that you were above the law and everyone else here in San Francisco that, you know, <laughs> you thought you could get your hair blown out and fuck everybody else. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. What the hell was I thinking? Well, she made over $200,000 in her GoFundMe. Oh, I said, I would thank Nancy. Oh, <laughs> my God. That is wonderful. Did y'all know that? <laughs> She's close to 300000 I believe. Wow. Well, that's good. She could start She could start a business somewhere else. Franchise. Maybe Texas. Come to Texas. Go to hey, Texas. Hi. Yeah. Speaking of going to Texas, um, Joe Rogan is now in Texas setting up his new studio. But. A little bit of controversy early in the week on Joe Rogan because uh-huh. he made the official move to Spotify on September 1st. And he had his first new interview up, which I believe was the Miley Cyrus one. And people noticed really quickly that some particular episodes were missing from his Spotify catalog. Milo Yiannopoulos episodes, the Gab McGinnis ones, Sargon of Akkad, some Joey Diaz ones, which is one of his best friends, the Alex Jones ones. All the episodes people love, all of the really cool ones. Um, interesting. Which was interesting, and a lot of people, even myself, were like, okay, something's going on here, so it's too big of a coincidence. Either Spotify's censoring him, or Joe has sold out. Turns out both of those were wrong. <laughs> According to Alex Jones, who was getting his phone blew up, uh, blown up by people telling him about it, he called Joe. Joe explained to him that Spotify's not censoring him. Spotify's not censoring Joe Rogan. Spotify um, is having some issues with certain videos, but Joe is going to keep his top 100 episodes on YouTube and I guess they can't go on Spotify or something, but Alex explained in a video. It makes sense, uh, especially since the fact what always, and I said this at the time, I believe, which was like what never made sense was that Joey Diaz's episodes weren't on Spotify. Like some of them weren't. And Joey's like one of Joe's best friends. I'm like, yeah. that's that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But at the same time, what doesn't make sense about the 100 best episodes thing is that wouldn't Elon Musk be on that list? And the Elon Musk episodes are on Spotify. So I don't quite get so. that. I'd have to yeah. check they're on Spotify, but I'm pretty sure they are. So I don't get that. I mean, now, is Alex still going to be doing another interview? Because I thought yes. that, like, Joe Rogan. Okay, well, if that's the case, I don't think, you know, I don't know Alex what to really think about that. In his video uh, about this, he said, Joe and I are still talking, we're still good. And we're still planning on doing a, a show together, you know, Joe Rogan episode together, and it's going to be soon. So, fingers crossed. Once that yeah. happens, that to me is the litmus test for Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. I I saw a piece of his interview with Miley, and uh, they were talking about TikTok and streaming and counting towards billboards or something. And I was just like, well, there's more ways to cheat for the artists to make it seem like they're doing better than they actually are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, it's hard to measure sales for an artist now with streaming and all these other things. 
I mean, selling merch. Yeah. Well, how much do they actually make from like a spot of a Spotify? A like, not um, much. Yeah, it's not really much. they get really ripped off. I know this is why Taylor Swift. If you remember that controversy in about, I think it was like 2015 or something like that, she pulled yeah. all of her music from Spotify because she didn't feel she was getting paid enough, and it was a very smart move because this is negotiating 101. You know don't like your deal don't be afraid to walk away that's what trump says like don't be afraid to walk away she walked away because she had the leverage which was her fucking music which is she's the biggest pop star in the world and so spotify's like oh, no 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 come back what, what, what do you want what do you want 10 million 15 million and they broke a deal and now she's happy and back on the platform <laughs> well here's the thing too with spotify is like I feel like a lot of people do it because if it's on Spotify, I I feel like it at least reduces the amount of piracy that's going to go on. Because why would people risk, you know, going, you know, paying God knows how much, get a criminal record, potentially, you know, getting like sued out the ass to go and pirate a video, you know, versus Spotify. But on the other hand, with with things like YouTube Music, and you can just download shit from like YouTube videos, like. We can download you know, it offline, but you can't, I believe, download download it. I don't know if I'm wrong on that. You can get apps that can do it. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I have an app that can pull videos from YouTube and download it. I use it all the time. Not yeah, for... what's stopping someone from, like, ripping the audio from Well, and I've done that before just to see the quality. And the... Look, this is me because I'm a big, big uh, audiophile, and I hate poor quality music. The problem with YouTube, and I know most people aren't going to care about this, but the average person could rip music from YouTube and be fine with it. And it would be just like music and they would be fine with it. For me, and I notice this when I play something in the car, is like it sounds like shit. Because YouTube is super duper compressed. It takes these big ass music files, which are gigabytes, and makes it like single digit megabyte files. And so it's very, very flat sounding and no dynamics just sounds like shit so for me it's like absolutely worthless but for the average person you just get all your music for free yeah i mean that's true but like how many people actually give that much of a shit well that's why i say like yeah theoretically most people would just get music for free that way but people don't want to do the process of doing what i just described which is going on youtube copying the link put it in the downloader ripping it and then putting it in their music library. They just want to click one button, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, if you care that much about music, pay for it. I mean, to, to be fair, you know, no one should be illegally downloading shit, you know, agreement yeah. on, you know, pick your poison of any yeah. legal services. But, like, you know, people always do what they always are going to do. And I just Googled, according to CNBC, artists can expect to earn between, and this is the artist, Point zero zero six dollars to point zero zero eight four dollars per stream to the holder of music rights. However, according to some data from Information is Beautiful, it put the number at even lower at point zero zero four cents per play. Or and they say that we're slaves. And they say we're slaves. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're talking about millions and millions of streams, I mean, it does yes, tend so, to add up. It does add up, I mean, but it's still, it's that's still. really tiny. And you I can mean, still well, sell your shit on like like iTunes, Google Play as well. It's nothing stopping like actual fans doing that shit too. A lot of it, and I think. 
a lot of it is barometer and 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 i was and i was studying music uh, like like music production and the business of music too and like the a lot more a lot of the times um like with cd sales like cd sales are great but a lot of it it's is boring. just like to yeah but uh, like the bulk of your shit is touring yeah. and uh the 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 cd sales are usually marketing tools or like the Spotify views or the YouTube views or whatever. Those are, those are marketing tools for your to, to or your touring and like your negotiations for your contract or your like recording budget or something like that. Like, um, Oh, you know, interesting. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, well, and it's simple math too. Cause look, an album is like, if it's decently priced, it'll be ten bucks. And the artist makes like the, a dollar if they're lucky of that if album. That, a dollar is about a. Uh, it would be a like tenth? the. Uh, uh, no, it would be about. Um, if they're on a big label and they're a big name, uh, it's probably seventy-five cents at most. Really. It's probably seventy five cents. I've always heard it was like a dollar or like a little less than a dollar. Yeah. So I guess that's that's in the so, same ballpark. But yeah, because because you're you you have so many, you have a ridi- yeah you have a ridiculous amount of middlemen going in from between the um the studio between, the label the, the studio the big for the big labels anyway. We're yeah. talking the big labels anyway. Obviously you have obviously you have um you have like independent like Wiz Khalifa and Chance the Rapper stuff like that. Like those are those are people they they have like they have way less middlemen so they're they're getting a little bit of a larger cut. Uh Kanye West being another one. Um so it's not like it's not as bad. But yeah, if you're in a big you're in a big label, oh, they're they're bending you over a barrel real quick. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's bad. But you know, my point there is those like let's say Let's say a generous, generous. You're making a dollar an album. Mm-hmm. That's from a ten dollar album. It, well, we'll just be like yeah. modest that way. A yeah. ticket for a concert is like hundreds of dollars, you know, for one person. So, you know, I mean, obviously you're gonna sell more. Well, I'd be interested to compare album sales to ticket sales, actually. But like, just the amount of money for tickets way more. And let's say I did some math. Um, which is scary, Sean doing math. Um, if you earn the minimum on Spotify that CNBC is claiming, which is point zero zero six dollars, if you're if you stream your song in a year and it gets a million plays, which is pretty solid. I mean, a million plays—that's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's only six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's nothing. <laughs> I make that in a few mm-hmm. weeks. Like, yeah, that is pitiful and the problem now is that it's not like oh well people can just buy the album yeah they can but they don't i mean i buy albums but do most people anymore buy albums no (laughs) you know and so they're the the amount of money they used to make from their music is just totally shifted but yeah that's that's another tangent but spotify back to the topic at hand It'll be interesting to see how they cover or handle when Alex comes on soon. Um, in the chat here, we have oh hi Rob. Uh, 
tranny and and proud tranny and proud okay racism is a fake concept that's a hot take <laughs> covid yeah. is a hoax the lockdowns are a new holocaust oh wow that's hot very, takes rolling in. very hot takes but uh disavow mm. strong disavow <laughs> well I, um well the, my biggest going back going back to spotify my biggest obviously y'all know my biggest concern but like but it's like like they they do business with 10 cent mm. 10 cent holdings and 10 cent holding ceo uh pony ma is an active like he's an active member of the people's congress of china like he's an active member right so there's a lot like that's that there's worry and 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 like he's he's very he's pro censorship and it's like some of the stuff he says is pro censorship and like i get nervous like well, i do know, isn't that ironic cool. that this like major like business tycoon is in the communist party like you know, it just shows how bullshit their like communism is. If you can have like basically the no, fuck monopoly man in the no, communist it's, party, it's exactly how it it is. Like it's it's like like we talk about we talk about like so like capitalism and so and like communism. Like communism, it's the government that takes like a large chunk of the pie. Everybody, everybody here, like all these socialist weirdos in this country go oh the top one percent and like you know and they go after like <laughs> oh the top one percent make eight like 70 percent of the income or 60 or 70 percent of the income or something like that which is a bullshit number but anyway but but let's just give for for, for the sake of arguing let's just say it's true in the communist countries it's way fucking worse way oh, yeah. worse like you like yeah the wealth disparity in China is insane. insane. Like you have people like in Hong Kong and other places, they like literally live in like they don't have old folks homes in like Hong Kong unless you're like really rich. Mm -hmm. I've seen videos of like people living in literal cages like dogs, like dog mm -hmm. cages, like old people and shit. Mm -hmm. You know, you have people who who live in fact like you work in these factories and they have like these anti-suicide nets yeah. because mm -hmm. suicide's so common over there because it's like. 1800s united states the thing mm -hmm. is they don't have a middle class really they have rich and poor mm -hmm. yep they're, they're starting to have a middle class but like like from what i hear it's... but you know there's so huge disparity yeah but like, well, like okay so so that's 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 very uh that that's kind of a uh uh it's misleading because it's like, oh, they're saying, uh, they're saying that 80, 88% of their, um, their, their country is out of the poverty line, but China's poverty line is different from the United States poverty line. Mm. Like the, the, the China poverty line, you ain't get like, like, I want to say, what is it like $300 a year or some shit like that? Like, what the fuck are you going to do with $300 a year in the United States? You're not getting shit. Right. And, and look at the quality of life that even the even the poor people here in this country live would li live great compared to the fucking even the even the so-called middle class in China. Like even like the poor people are good. They're fat here. 
Yeah. Like they got food, they can eat. Like the poor people are not starving here. Mm-hmm. No. Do we even have a hunger problem in America? Like no, anywhere? We, no. No, we, we, no, we I, throw I think out. There's a couple. No, there's some people who do. Well, if you, is, like, if you starve, the, it's look, it, seriously, it's on you, you. Yeah, it's on you. Look, we got, we have, um, as a country, we throw out hundreds of billions of pounds of food a year. Like, mm. if you, well, if you starve, yeah, it's on you. You know how many you know how many people you know how many places get food donations and stuff like that. Like, there's a lot. You just you just need to get your ass up and fucking look and well, swallow now, your like, pride. You do have issues, but it's mostly from like dry addicts. Like, I had this like ex girlfriend whose um, mom was like, I think she was into like meth or something, and mm-hmm. they'd get like money for like food stamps. She'd sell the food stamps, and like they yeah. they'd like ration the fucking food in there. Like she like. She got like beat because she uh, the toothpaste. She did more than like a little dab. Like there's people there. There are people like that. Yeah. But it's not because they didn't have the opportunities. Because right. they squandered the opportunity and they screwed right. over for their kids. Also, just interrupt real quick. Police have pushed back the riders in New York, and I'm not kidding you. One of the Antifa riders is literally like an Antifa medic. He has like a fucking like medic logo on him. Uh-huh. Was it the guy in the truck? Um, no, he's um, the camera doesn't have him in the shot right now, but he was a little bit in like uh, where the shot is right now. It's like to the left of it. Like they keep oh, the cops are moving in more, but he he's like all in black and he has like the red cross on him. It's it's just kind of funny. Oh shit, these cops yeah, are ready to fuck shit up. They arrested a med yesterday too. I have a video on my page of it. Oh wow. But, yeah, continue with whatever you guys are saying. I just want to update that so people know what's going on. And real quick, um, Mona F. said, Renee Hall is a chief police in Dallas and has ties to BOM. She got the security arrested and is corrupt. Email and call her office. She needs to be fired. Oh. That's true. That's pretty bad. But I do not know anything about that, so I'm not going to yeah. encourage yeah. or discourage call, anything. I'll call, but I don't live in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that's true. It, what what's it, going on with Dallas? Is that like the or is that Austin that's like really liberal? Are they both really liberal now? Yeah, Dallas is very liberal. When I first moved here, it wasn't this bad, but it's gotten so bad. Like Austin, not as bad, but like Dallas has gotten bad. I refuse to live there, but I work in Dallas. I refuse to live in any city, especially after these riots. Like I've never liked cities because yeah. I don't like so many people crammed together. But again, I can't emphasize enough. With the the summer of 2020, the pandemic riots, I guess that's what we call them, the coronavirus riots, whatever the fuck these are, this is gonna, you're gonna have Detroit's are gonna be all over America, Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, everybody's gonna fucking leave because they don't want to deal with this bullshit, they don't want to deal with the damages because something people don't know is you hear some of these viruses say, oh we're gonna burn this shit down, doesn't matter, the insurance will cover it. Uh, guess what? Spoiler alert: It's not okay. Well, insurance even if it does covering some of these, even if it does cover, guess what happens? Insurance goes up way high. Yeah. Most small businesses can't, can't afford, afford that, mm-hmm. and all you get is like big corporations, and then you got more writers like, oh, what happened? Like all these like mega corporations are moving in. We can't make our own businesses here. It's because of you guys, you rioters, who want to just destroy shit. Dude, look at this shit now. They're they're shooting lasers at the cops right now. 
Um, or is this a cops shooting lasers? I can't tell. But I don't think cops do that. Well, I see yeah. a green thing come from. Oh yeah, it's okay. I see it now. It's going on the cops. Um, and look, the the all the Antifa people have like clustered together in this one little like like a fucking like um gladiator like cluster where they're all with their shields together. <laughs> you have to see this. Like, if you're not watching the stream, you guys should watch it while we're talking. This is funny. No, I'm at my parents' house. I I, I can't really do that easily, yeah. but um. You can probably you're on yeah. your phone, right? Yeah. Can you play videos while keeping Discord on? I can, but then the audio goes through unless there's a way I can like. Yeah. You can probably disable that. Hmm. Yeah. Come on, you have an Android. I thought you could do everything you said. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I can. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I think I can. I go. think I can. I didn't want to screw with that shit. No, I know. One thing I'll mention too, actually, I was talking to a guy that's now new on the campaign that's from Virginia. And I was talking about, like, why Virginia is, like, the way it is now in terms of, like, it used to be a red state quite a while ago. And then it's been going blue for a long time. And now it's kind of, like, pretty consistently blue. He said, again, it's just the fucking cities. The rest of Virginia is red as fuck. The cities are seeing a lot of migrants come in. And they're getting bluer and bluer. And more uh, D.C. people are living there. I think the issue... That I don't want to say Texas, but like a lot of states need to worry about is like we've been talking about before, which is like when you get these people leaving these cities and then you get uh, migration, you know, America, you know, not only just a domestic migration, but foreign migration uh, into your cities, and you're gonna fuck up your state, you're gonna fuck up your cities by getting people that leave California but bring California shit with them. Absolutely. We almost had Beto in Texas. It was like a like 3% difference between him and uh, Ted Cruz. Um, and um, Beto lied about his right. gun his gun beliefs. Then like, he, his whole thing shifted when he went running for president. He said, oh, I'll take your guns away. So, like, yeah, Beto, Beto was very close to Ted Cruz. Well, here's here's the thing with uh, you mentioned like about the cities and stuff like in a two parties. And that's kind of the issue of the two party system is like one party has to represent like one sort of major, like 50 percent of the population, you know, roughly or whatever. The other has to represent the other 50 percent. So what we have is this big divide. And it's always the case, you know, for the for the most part, I haven't really seen super conservative cities out there. But like, you know, the Democrats are always be powerful in the cities or always gain the reps there. But then the conservatives, they have like the small towns and all, you know, some of the small towns, that's probably more the battleground, but like the other place, and that's kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's going to be interesting to see how Texas goes in the next few years. But I think you're going to have not just, I think it's, it's not just going to be people from like California, but it's going to just be conservatives in general are going to go to fucking Texas and be like, you know, they're going to say, fuck, um, PA wolf, you know, with these shutdowns and all our bullshit in PA, like our shitty roads. Like, let's just go to Texas. I mean, I, I, again, this is why I keep saying it's like, you're keep not going to have a civil war. You're going to have just people politically self segregating. You're going to have conservatives stick more together and leftists stick more together. I don't know what mm -hmm. that's going to mean electorally, but like that's what's going to happen. So it's just it's, 
it's gonna be more it's, like that. I know some Texans talking about moving to South Dakota, like yeah, like Wyoming. So like, yeah, they want to go to places where it's like straight red. Like we don't what Greg Abbott did here. He mandated masks. They're still mandated, and people are wanting to leave now. So Texas could turn blue, um, but there's some Texas. I'm because I would consider leaving, but I'm not going to. But I would consider it. Hmm. We we need conservatives though to like stay in Texas yeah. because if we lose that, it's real tough. It's a lot of electoral votes. Yeah. I like know, unless to flip it because if they flip Texas, I your elections are kind of done for Republicans. You know, if you don't have Texas, that's like the left losing California. They might. If you're hearing people talk about it, there's a lot of people in California and New York who are not happy. Um, And they're they're saying they're going to vote for Trump. And they're having all these rallies in California um, now showing, like, support for Trump. I don't think think that's going to happen, though. It used to be. It could. It it could, but it would require a mate, like... Anything can happen given enough time. Well, yeah. well, it may not be. It may not happen in California because I think they actually make it to where you have to do a mail-in voting. That's what someone told me today. Um, I don't that believe you, that. The mail-in voting. Okay. I don't believe it's mandatory. I don't think that's legal. Yeah, you can't do that. And that would get struck down by the Supreme Court anyway. But um, California, though, is going to stay blue for a long time. Because, like, the thing, too, is, like, even if a state is going to flip, it it just doesn't happen overnight. Even with all the migration you could have, all the immigration you could have, all the Democrats, it just cannot happen overnight. It is a slow, gradual change. And that's sometimes what happens. It kind of creeps up on you. And it's you once you want to fix things, it's a little too late. But I think California's going to stay blue most of my lifetime. And unless you had like all the leftists leave and then just like all the sane people move to California that's the only way I could see it flipping but that takes a long freaking time and when you have to just move to Canada yeah unless the left they're not doing that well fucking Canada's (laughs) fucked too that'd be great if they did Yeah, it'd be great if they did but they're not like a a couple people will but like a lot of people you know they it's tough to move to another country. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people threaten that, like, every election you get, you know, depending on who it's wins. So like, oh, you know, I'm going to move to Canada or I'm going to, you know, Democrat. I think, so, uh, I, I mean, Megan, there's, there's... And Megan shifts. came back. Megan came back. <laughs> yeah, Megan Markle. Yeah. She came back. <laughs> yeah. So much for that shit. Like, no, I think there's shifts. I think there's multiple shifts happening. I think there's not... It's... There's... You know, yeah, there's there's some shifts happening in some areas, but there's shifts happening in other areas too. Yeah, and the shifts and the and the personality shifts of like that that make up the Democrat Party and the Republican Party are shifting too. Like you're talking about, you know, like with the Republican Party, it's become more working like working class. It's become more working class again. Like it, you you you're starting to see like you you know. For the for the last few decades, it used to be like the working class was 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 Democrat, like because you thought that uh, you know you know like pro, labor union pro union pro all this stuff and like I think they're realizing like like that that the left is going so far left that they've become basically untouchable. Now these unions are like oh fuck if we continue this shit, 
we're going to be really fucked. So like they get it. Like that's, well, that's why you're starting to see a lot of unions go to the, go to the right versus, you know, staying on the left. Well, now here's the thing with the unions though. Like get to take into consideration, like back in like the fifties and shit, mm-hmm. like before probably like the eighties, there was a lot yeah. more unions. Like uh, I know in like my grandfather's yeah. time, like you, my dad was in the union at one point, like a, yeah. a lot of the more blue collar jobs. If you wanted to get a job, you know, that's what you did. You were in right. the union yeah. and then yeah. you could get like a job at wherever. And they had like closed shops and all this other stuff. But as we started moving to more white collar society, you know, unions just didn't show up there because it wasn't unskilled labor. And that sort of thing that hit the, the, the union's power, it just started to go away. Now the only real places you see it is like a lot of public sector jobs and like uh, blue collar jobs. You know, like you have the teachers union, the you know police unions, border patrol unions, and you still have a, a few of those like you know, uh, uh, I, what was it, the AFL or whatever, CIO, whatever the hell that mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're they've definitely lost power. And honestly, yeah. you know, I, I know this is like sort of antithetical to the right, but like what they should do is like make sort of a a union that tries to go and keep shit in America. Yeah, you know, like almost like um, America so, first union. It is so like anti like everything that you know unions are about. But like honestly, there there's a good point. You know, keep contract like foreign contractors out of the workplace and try to again promote like American hiring. Because like you know, I haven't seen any sort of union really fight for that at least publicly. Because they're so tied to the Democrat Party, like. You know, my dad was still in one, you know, they, they had like Obama pictures everywhere and that was their whole thing, you know, but that that's dying. And like, you never see them really going to tech. Yeah. And you'd think you have all these like left-wing tech companies, but you never see any of them unionized, at least not in America. And I just find that interesting. You know, they want to talk the talk, you know, Facebook, Twitter, but I, I never see any sort of unions in there. One thing too, I know this is a random segue, but guys, remember when we had Jacob Wall on our show? Yeah. Well, I posted this video a while back. He was in D.C. and he started trolling Black Lives Matter with his lawyer uh, friend Jack Berkman. They were like, "Okay, guys, you need to go home. President speaking now, and it's very disrespectful to be out here protesting his speech. So you gotta go home." And he got them to lose their shit. He started, like, going after Jacob. It was hilarious. But one of the guys punched him in the back of the head. And Wool pressed charges. I I know they arrested the guy. I don't know if he's in prison or something. I forget because... And I'll explain why I forget in a second. Um, But he said, like, something along the lines of, like, you know, um, hit the wall and pay the toll. <laughs> so they nabbed him. And when I was trying to find more information on this because it was on his Instagram, his Instagram got banned. And so did his Facebook. After this video went viral and gained over a million views. So our boy Jacob is now just on Telegram and Parler. I'll see if there's more information on Parler. What was was the official, like, what did he do? Because I remember you posted something that was like, the reason was because it was like a legal, some sort of legal issue, like... No, how they didn't Did give him a reason. Something? They didn't tell I him. I thought why. you said 
they made like a new rule or something on Facebook and Instagram. It's like anything that legally threatens Facebook. Oh, you know that's. Yeah, let me check that. I don't know if it's still here, but I think I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, they added a new rule on Instagram like right before they banned them. Oh yeah, I found. I'm gonna sneeze. Again. <coughs> COVID. Oh god. Update to our terms. Effective October. 1st, 2020, Section 3.2. So it's not technically effective yet, but they did do it at this time. Of our terms of service will be updated include, we also can remove or restrict access to your content, service, and information if we determine that doing so is reasonably necessary to avoid and mitigate adverse legal or regulatory impacts of Facebook. You know what that sounds like? Section 230. Because section when they revoke Section 230 with Trump's executive order, that means these tech companies are responsible for the shit on their platforms. Mm-hmm. Well, what did he do that would have legally screwed with him? I have no clue. Or is that something, or is that a separate thing? I really don't know. They, It's just, they said that this happened, like, right around that time. Like, you're, like, right before his ban or right after, so it's, like, suspicious. But I don't know, dude. It's really weird, because, like, it's really noisy. They never tell you why you're banning. Or, like, with you, they really... Did, did they tell you that was the identity thing? Or... Yeah, and I mean, I, I kind of, you know, I, I can see what I did, but the way that happened was so, like, because what happened was I reacted to a Breitbart article, and as soon as I did, I got this, like, pop-up saying, like, we need to go and determine who you actually are, blah, blah, send us a copy of your, like, photo, like, government photo, like, like ID, I'm like, Okay. You know, Facebook has enough metadata on me. They should know who the hell I am. You know, (laughs) I'm part of a bunch of other different, like, survey, like, you know, survey, like, by Facebook. They know who I am. You know, they have my address. They have my information. They they can figure out who I am. They're just doing this to censor conservatives. Jacob had a funny post, too, on his parlor. He said that now that I've been banned by, um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Why the fuck would LinkedIn ban him? I no longer have any reservations about using their platform to, quote, manipulate the conversation, unquote, as they put it. Project 1599, that's his thing, will make Cambridge Analytica look, look like a middle school science fair project. The Democrats will wish they had just allowed me to post my shirtless selfies and hipster coffee shop tweets. Oh, God. He's hilarious. Good evening, Versa. Uh, oh, man. Shit. What's going on, Damn Sammy? I, I was going to do a, a Joey Diaz and say, what's up, <laughs> cocksuckers? But uh, I decided <laughs> Well, you just kind of did it now, so, you know. What's up, cocksuckers? What's up? <laughs> he, he, he does it better than I can, but uh, hey, we're more. I can't do his gravelly voice, but it's like, what's up, cocksuckers? Well, the INFJ clan's all here. There you go. Uh, be careful with that word yeah. you use. <laughs> <laughs> which which one, INJF or clan? So... Uh, I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing. You know, I don't see Phase Clan getting in any trouble. They're that like hipster, you know, like clan living time. out Give it gamer time. clan. They're going you know, after progressive. The master in master bedroom, master cylinder. Just, just like give them some time, and they'll figure that one out too. What's with the C? 
You know, it's like I can say people of color, but you can't say colored. You know, it's oh, it's oh. So my my audience doesn't yet know that I've taken a personality test, which I still don't even know what that necessarily means. But it's like, like a horoscope. What does he get? Not a horoscope. It is. I'm, I'm an I, I'm I'm an INJF. So INFL. apparently, yeah. So apparently, um, somebody's working on the stream but continue <laughs> it's not me um yeah it's some crazy bitch twerking on the cops yeah real classy people oh this is how goodness. oh oh in the in in the in the stream oh i've got to pull that up yeah, but uh anyway what are you guys saying what are you i'm an injf whatever i'm an infj Funny enough, my girlfriend's an INTJ, which is basically us, but without the emotions, apparently. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, nice to get to say about your girlfriend. <laughs> no, that's that's ironic, because, you know, women, yeah. you, know, you expect them to be more emotional, but you're more God emotional than your women. girlfriend. God damn. <laughs> I know, we make jokes about it all the time, so it's okay. But, no, I, I made it oversimplistic, but the INFJ is basically because the only difference is the f and the t and the f is feelings the t is thinking what that means is that in general when infjs are making decisions or they're thinking about things or doing things they tend to i don't want to say act out of emotion because that's what it sounds like but it's not really what it is it, it just means that they tend to use feelings and emotions more when thinking about things. That doesn't necessarily mean they aren't logical people, but when they are doing some things, they tend to use their emotions more. Like for me, for example, when I want to think about something of what I should do, like because people all jump like, oh, you got to do this right then now. You got to do this. This is what you should do. I take a step back. I think about it. I clear my head and I make my decision. But when I do make that decision, like, let's say I need to do something in public. I'll put a lot of emotion into it and passion to sell it well. So that's how the INFJ can work. Whereas the INTJ, which uses more thinking and whatnot, is tends to look at things through a prism where they will pick the decision. They will make an action. They will say something. But there won't be a lot of emotional baggage in it. Even though they do have emotions and are emotional people like everyone and do like feel things they don't really show it and so you'll though they may come off as a little bit cold or a little bit um rougher and more blunt when they really are just that's just how they are so if that makes sense that's i there's a better way to explain the difference but like that sort of is what makes infjs and intjs very tight matches is that they're similar but a little different so that they balance each other out but that I, need find, I need to find an INTJ then. <laughs> an INTJ or a, I think it's an ENTP or something like match really well with us. Um, but I've heard like some say like other INFJs can work out well. Like two INFJs. See, this is like horoscope shit. It's but, not but, but I heard that the, I, I heard that the INFJs are rare. Yes. I don't understand like why they're rare. Well, they're not over here. They're less than 1% <laughs> of the population. And they're rare wow. because of the type of people. Okay, that was a stupid way. Of, I was gonna say because of the type of people they are, but that's a stupid way of putting it. But um, it's Dude, all of them are rare. Like, look at that percentage. 
you know, all, like how many of them are above like one or two percent? Like you have a four variable, you know, dynamic going on. No, no, no. There are Alex, some. There are huge percentages. Alex, when, what's your horoscope? Since you know, because I feel like there's certain horoscopes they try to call everything he, a horoscope. So when's your, when's, he, when's your birthday? <laughs> he doesn't believe in that. I just had my birthday the other day. It was uh. And end of August. Oh shit! I see. You're either Virgo. You... Makes sense. Oh my God! You're <laughs> fucking Virgo. Jesus Virgo. See, Actually, if... Virgos are pretty awesome. I feel bad <laughs> because normally I would remember your birthday because Facebook would tell me. But since you're temp, <laughs> you're you're in Facebook timeout right now. I didn't notify. But I wasn't notified about that. So I couldn't wish you a happy birthday. So this is a very late happy birthday. <laughs> Love you, bro. Just take the excuse that you're a guy. <laughs> hey. Uh... Well, he's I... emotional, though. He knows his psychology horse. I have feelings. I have feelings. Damn it. <laughs> it is interesting because, like, when we get into, like, debates, my girlfriend and I, which sometimes happen, I have to catch myself because she'll be there sometimes a bit. I mean, I, I think I'm calm. She says I'm calm. But, like, when we get into debates, like, sometimes I can get, let the emotions get a little too much, and I have to kind of step it back and be like, okay, let's think. She always says it happens with abortion, but, like, I don't know. So you're, so you're the, you're the one that cries during arguments, basically? Like, well, why that, are you, the one that, why the one are that cries? you yelling at me? The one that cries Talk, during sex. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's a thing? <laughs> Who the f can you imagine crying to her sister? Oh my god, so good. Oh my god, fuck me. I want to. I don't know. I don't feel like emotional though. You know what I would love to? I would love to do like one of those. Like, like, I, I, I'll never have the ball. I will never have the balls to do this. But like, like, like during sex one time. Oh no. I want. I want to be able to do like MacGruber voices. Have, has anybody oh seen God. MacGruber? MacGruber no. is like, yeah. and it makes like <laughs> weird faces while you do it. Like, just to see her reaction. Just yes. to see the reaction. Like, maybe, maybe, I, maybe you should practice that with somebody you don't like that much. <laughs> yeah, find that like yeah. stalker. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I do. I stalker thought. I still. <laughs> I, I I still uh yeah yeah that, but that means I would have to go out with a liberal and I I really fucking hate them. You've done it before. So, you can do it again. Phil. Use the car. Uh, take one for the uh, team. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would need more of that. I would. I would probably need a condom on top of a condom on top of a condom, and I'm probably still gonna need to go to the doctor the next morning. Ooh. I don't know. No, you need to use a trash hey. bag. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't. Hey, don't uh, don't knock it before you, before you try it. Apparently that's no, what Rex. Apparently that's what Rex Jones is doing. What? With it. Alex Jones' son is using like triple layer condoms. He oh, he's well, he's, is he selling that now? Rex, Rex, Rex Jones is like oh we. Rex Jones for like the past three days has been like, I'm sleeping with the enemy. But they don't know it yet. So. Man, I'm happy you brought that up. I saw where where Alex Jones is single. No, he's not. Yeah, no, no that's that's oh. fake. He's not married. No, when oh. I was at the um uh, at his after parties at CPAC, he was with a hot blonde. 
Well, yeah, so, but that was a while ago, too. Yeah, I don't think he got married, so who knows? Well, yeah, but he's, probably... he's dating her. He's seen her. Is he still dating her? I would think so. <laughs> I don't Don, know. Maybe Donnie's some insight. Don, I, had to make sure, I had to make sure the woman wasn't affiliated with the Chinese government at all. <laughs> no, I, I, I just feel like most people are like married or something. I'm not interested in Alex Jones like that. But I noticed, like, yes, is that he was married. Oh, you know, you could get some of his yeah, InfoWars merchandise. Kids, he has four kids, though. I can't. He was married once, and then, or twice, I think, actually. And the one he's with right now, I, I, he keeps it more private than, I think, the previous ones, it seems like. But he, he was definitely with someone, and I, I don't know if they're still together. I would think they are. He seems to be in a happy place, so let's hope for the Her best fake. for Alex. Her fake breasts are actually satellites that that intercept the brain waves and deliver them to the Chaikovs. Dude, could you imagine like dating Alex? He probably his vetting process is probably like, all right, he's like, so have you been to uh, hey, California guys, the last four years? Have you that grove in, uh, yeah, what's up, Donnie? So like, why did the left think that it was going to work? And like, why did they use a strategy on Trump trying to like say he was bashing the military? Even though he loves the military, yeah, that that thing really pissed me off. So like, they made up this like yes. it's like the PP Gate shit, you know, make yeah. a complete bullshit story. Even like when his enemy John Bolton, who like hates his guts, Defended even says him. no, that didn't happen. Yeah, you yeah. know they're full of shit, and it doesn't even make any sense. Like, oh, he didn't go there because they were like losers and like crybabies. <laughs> and like, here, here's the thing, like World War One, like you know that that was a shitty like that was a shitty war. Like you know what. And to be fair, like, you know, there. why did we even enter that? I don't know. Like, who was the good guys in that? I don't know. It was, it was a whole clusterfuck. But, and, you know, it led directly to World War II. But he would never say, like, American soldiers were crybabies and, like, pussies and stuff. Okay. That's not something Trump would do. And that's the thing I was going to segue to earlier because what I, when we're talking about, like, his support for the cops and the cops supporting him, this fake news story is a clear a shot of in of info wars and i'm not talking about info wars the like actual inf like the fucking alex jones thing right the brand. <laughs> right like it is in this is classic information warfare this okay. is not a news story this is not some uh big expose discovery no this is a deliberate strategic fake news <laughs> hit piece that either this reporter genuinely believed and was so fucking stupid and ran with it, or a D or a Democratic operative slipped her this story or blew it up more than it should well, be I, because it is. Ridiculous. I believe it's the second option mm -hmm. because yeah. of the um, why did Biden already have an ad ready like right away? Yes, right after that. Yes, and, and just meeting with people and talking to them like. Mm -mm. I'll give you some insight too from the inside. Um, the campaign re was uh, really – they knew what was up, and they acted quickly. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how many – like, they have – both sides have eyes and ears on each other. But we had to quickly react to this. I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything more than that, but I will just say that we had a big task we were given and we had to act fucking like fast. And I mean like 
in a few hours like two three hours we had to react and help our man out because they saw this coming they saw this building like overnight and we had to jump on it um but the the what they're trying to do here is fracture his base because they know this is what's happening to them they know the progressives are against them they know that these riots are not working out because all of a sudden what, what, the polls hold up hold up hold up you mean you mean that though you mean that the radical leftists know that the progressives are against them um what? no the dnc knows that the progressives are against them and the mm-hmm. joe biden establishment and what Look, these riots been happening. They've been cheering it on, and then until their poll numbers start dropping, and even their bullshit polls, their rigged polls, their numbers were dropping. So they, all of a sudden, Joe Biden's out campaigning. All of a sudden, magically, when there's a big change like that, that means something's up, something's going wrong. There's a you don't just shift like that out of nowhere. They're reacting to something, and they're reacting to their poll numbers going down. So they know they're in trouble. They know this is fucking up. And so they they say, okay, we got to put Biden out there. We got to get him campaigning. We got to show that he's presidential. And now we need to go on the offense and, and destroy Trump's base. And so what are they attacking is one of his strongest supporters, which is the vets. They see that Trump has strong support among vets, strong support by the cops, especially during these riots. He's the law and order military commander in chief. And so what do they do? They go, all right. Let's show that he actually hates veterans. Let's show he actually despises them. And it's a strategic, deliberate hit. I mean, it can't be more clear. And they failed miserably at it. That makes sense why they used Pete Buttigieg recently. Because apparently he's from the military. And he was was trying to divide our base, saying, are you a McCain Republican or are you a Trumpican Republican? And you have to choose and decide what kind of Republican you are. And I would just like, you're trying to mess up our base. It's not going to work. That strategy is not going to work. Yeah. But that, they knew it, but that was going to just add a little sauce to it. Because um, Pete was trending. That's the only reason why I knew about this, because I don't look at Pete anymore. When I heard oh. about this story, and I didn't pay a little bit enough attention to it until I saw it, like, building and building. But you notice, like Alex was saying, even Bolton, fucking Bolton, who's a traitorous, lying piece of scum, was like, yeah, Trump never said that. Everybody quickly say never said that. But why are even the neocons and all these other people saying this? It's because they know this is a strategic hit to divide the Republican base and to either convert vets to buying sports, which is a fucking like big ass, or just keep them home. And they know well, that puts work. them in jeopardy. It's not gonna work. No, it's so not. He, Trump so needs. Oh, go ahead, Alex. Trump. Trump needs to go on the offensive about this because they've been painting, you know, Trump supporters and Republicans as conspiracy theorists. But what was going, what happened with this, you know, not only was it spread by the fake news media, but this was spread by the Biden campaign. Biden specifically commented on this. I want to see Biden apologize for that. Get on his knees and grovel. And I want, you know, I need people on the right to go basically call it the left for what they are. Conspiracy theorists. They are hypocrites and i haven't seen anyone call the left out for this well i 
Well, I, I will say this. I don't know if you guys saw this earlier this week, but uh, Glenn Beck has not only admitted that he was wrong, you know, for basically, like, starting <laughs> Sam, Trump. hold on, Sam. Do you forgive him now? Because you told me you would not forgive him. <laughs> yes, I... Yes, I... I have oh. finally, I have finally made amends with with Glenn Beck. Um, oh great! <laughs> sort. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say sort of. I I have, but basically, here's what happened. So Glenn Beck basically came out and and said earlier this this week that not only was he wrong about the Trump in terms of policy, but also, I guess Glenn's dad died earlier this year and trump actually called him and said something to the effect of you know hey look i know we don't always agree on stuff like politics wise but i'm sorry that your dad you know that your dad died and if there's anything that you need me to do you know just let me know so glenn basically said that in terms of like personality too that he was wrong about Trump. And so that relates to the military thing because basically Glenn Beck basically called out like all of the other never Trumpers out there who are like now, I guess, going along with this whole Trump hates the military thing, like uh, <laughs> Bill Crystal. Um, and uh, you know, basically like, like calling them out on this shit. So yeah, like they're not Republicans. They're not like, Republicans. Like when so yeah, when you've got when you've got John when you've got John Bolton and Glenn and Glenn Beck who hate you know who hated Trump initially for saying you know and they're saying that he never said any of this stuff. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Look, that's another thing. And keep it let, let's let's put this into broader perspective here too. The this um the mil, like this president Donald Trump, he's actually anti like he's I don't want to say he's anti-war, but he's against war. Like he's against like war unless absolute uh, unless it's an absolute necessity. And and he's that goes He's that's going endless wars right but but yeah and, and i mean he hasn't started he's pro-military he's pro-military but he's really like not pro-war like unless yeah. it's absolute like it's an absolute fucking necessity and this goes against not only the democrats but it goes against a lot of establishment republicans too because these are this is a group that has made a whole lot of money off of the fucking these 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 two endless wars that have been going on for a long time and so i think this is this is part what's driving this narrative like he's trying to get he's trying to get these look i'm a veteran right i've got friend i've got friends that 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 are that are in dc right they 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 tell me stories about how this guy uh, about how president trump would go um that he would cut he would end meetings like really important meetings to go to andrews air force base to 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 be able to greet a fallen soldier right as soon as they get to as soon as they land in andrews right or um 
or like he'd wake up and like or he like right before he was supposed to go to bed like he doesn't he doesn't get go to bed until late late right but but even then he'd like get a call and it'd be like and like he'd be in his pjs or something like that and it'd be like nope i gotta go right this is a this is this is a person that immensely cares about the military has a high regard for the military and it's like and it, and it's like they're they're these people are shooting us like like who you look at look at who's making these fucking complaints it's it's like the 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 name the names that are being circulated around are general kelly of course he fucking oh, hates trump man. general mcmasters oh, of course he fucking ha- of course he hates trump there's a whole lot of other like military people that are like that that aren't like i mean there there's an agenda there's mm-hmm. an agenda there and you know we're 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 dealing with a cultural change a cultural change in our military and and a lot of these establishment people aren't ready for it they're just not well, ready for it well here's well here's the other thing too and this is not me being a conspiracy theorist but if you look at who the people are who are bashing Trump for supposedly being anti-military. Look at who their special interests are, because I bet you anything that if you look into these guys who are criticizing Trump, you'll find names like uh, Lockheed Martin, uh, Boson Hamilton. You know, all of the military, basically all of the military-industrial complex. You know corporations that manufacture you know weaponry and whatnot for the military you know the war machine as Tulsi Gabbard calls it they're the ones they're the ones who hate Trump because they're not making profits during this uh you know time and oh oh god I sound like a a libertarian I know but uh you know they're they're not happy with Trump right now oh no I mean the the neocon warmongering establishment hates Donald Trump. I don't care what people say. Oh, he bombed Syria. Yeah, get the fuck over it. He hasn't started a single war. He has defended the country and he has destabilized and brought peace to the rest of the world. He didn't start a war with Syria. I told people that when it happened, but yeah, pe- reactionists. On the right, they were freaking out. And one thing, too, to remember is that Donald Trump didn't just start liking the military when he ran for president. He didn't just start caring about vets when he ran for president. He has done so much for veterans long before the you even probably even dreamed of running for president. He saved the Veterans Parade in New York. He's donated lots of money to them. This, again, this is a strategic fake news hit on him it's information warfare it's trying to divide the base and it's not going to work all he has to do is say what the, what um uh, alex said which is demand by and apologize for um smearing veterans and for lying about veterans and also talk about his accomplishments like he did with um, the Access Highwood tapes, which was his lowest point of campaign. He he said, look, it's locker room banter, but he went immediately on reframing it to 
actions. It's this again. They're always trying to get him with words, you know. So that's always a thing with Trump. Is they always try to think we're going to take him down for things he said. Trump always is about action. That's what people like about. Him. So all he has to say is that these are fake news. Uh, this is fake news. This is smearing veterans. I have done more for veterans than any president. I've reformed the VA. I've saved lives. I haven't started a single war. I've been pulling troops home, and I've been caring for veterans more than you people have. It's all he's got to do. And there's video of the show, like when he's been at the, I think when it was when he was at Arlington, he was like interacting with this little boy there and all these other things that are just beautiful imagery. You just got to focus on that and get a bunch of veterans to show support for you because you know they do. And, I mean, he's rebuilt the military too. I mean, he could mm-hmm. just go on and on and on. It is such a stupid smear piece, and he just has to hit back at it real hard, and that's what he's he's doing. And it'd be interesting to see what happens on Monday when you have your press conferences and all that, how he hits back. But this sort of shit is just it's, – it's a total failure on the Democrats' part, and this is why. And we'll have some prediction maps that we can all play with. Um, if you guys made your maps, I'll post mine. But this is why I think another reason – Trump landslide is actually going to happen. Trump had a uh, Trump had a brilliant uh, campaign ad today during the uh, Kentucky Derby that I actually uh, saw because I watched the uh, Kentucky Derby. He had an ad basically where he was where. Uh, was a redneck. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I, I I do live in I do live in Florida too, which is not too far from. <laughs> Kentucky, so and no, no, uh, <laughs> you know, but um, the ad was basically of a uh, the the widow of a fallen police officer, and she was talking how Antifa has basically like defaced the National Police Monument, and how Joe Biden has basically stayed silent about the violence against police and military it was a very short ad but it was very effective because it got the point across basically that joe biden doesn't care about you know police about you know about police widows or you know those who have been lost in the line of duty or in in the military Mm. you know for that matter and People say, oh, yeah, well, he lost his son, you know, uh, Bo. And it's like, uh, and it's like, yeah, but. He always you know, uses what, that what, all the time. And it's like, well, that's even more of a reason, you know, to be respectful of the, of the military. Then. I just don't, I don't, I don't get how people still use that excuse. So. Yeah, and the other thing, too, I'll mention, actually, when you mentioned Joe Biden, when I was out today going door to door, I ran into a guy on his porch that has a, he served in the Navy four years and loves Trump, and his son serves in the Secret Service. He told me, he said, his son can't tell him a lot of things, but he said, basically, that if you knew what he knew about what really goes on with Obama and the Clintons, especially, and the Bidens, you would be just 
absolutely disgusted. Like, mm -hmm. beyond disgusted. One thing well, I mean... his son confirmed, which was apparently a public story or, like, rumors that spread around. I, I may have heard this. I'm not sure. Because um, it sounded kind of familiar. Biden has a place in Delaware. And he has a pool there. And... The Secret Service, you know, they have to protect him, so they stand by the pool when he swims. And there are men and women in the Secret Service there protecting him. And they said every time he swims, he comes out butt-ass naked. Oh, in God. Front of women, there are Secret Service women there, jumps in the pool like it's nothing. And then comes yeah, out. Yeah, I heard that too. It's not that. Well, see, that's something like I could see that being like part of his dementia. Because I was talking to my grandfather one day, and he was telling me back in the day, I like the boys and girls clubs, and like you know, that that's what they used to do is they'd swim naked, like butt ass naked in the fucking pool. Like it'd be all men in the one pool, and then the ladies would have their own. Pool. That's so fucking now, weird. I don't know why they did that. I think it was like bathing suits back in the day weren't great or something <laughs> but allegedly that's there's some truth to that and i could see this being like a form of uh regression mentally could be or just strip perversion but i'm thinking probably more regression with his mental state well no thing... like... well, go that... ahead oh i was gonna say one last thing oh there's a black panther guy in this car right now what the fuck um one last <laughs> story that this guy told me was that his son knew somebody that worked with the Clintons, and I've heard stories about the Clintons, but um, he said that uh, whenever, like, you know, the whoever they're protecting is in a private room, they're not supposed to look into it or anything, but Hillary was in a private room with someone or something doing something. I really don't know what, but... Sucking their blood? <laughs> probably. Or demons. <laughs> Satanic demons. Was and it daytime or nighttime? <laughs> I think this was actually nighttime, so you might be right. Um, and they heard like a noise, and so like, look what's going on? <laughs> yeah, zag to it. And she then comes out, and so out of concern, they just go. Uh, they either said like, "Good evening, Madam First Lady," or uh, "How are you, Madam First Lady?" And she replies instantly snapping at them if you ever fucking say anything you ever fucking again i'll get you fucking fired you hear me and that was the end of wow it. I, and, she's, I, and she's a scorpio too she's crazy she's a crazy scorpio i i she's I, on October 26 scorpios and pisces man you gotta look out for those two wait she was born signs. october 26 i thought it was fucking like halloween i'm born in on, on october 8th I'm October twenty third. So you're a Libra. I I've heard I've heard stories uh, I've heard stories from the Secret Service that allegedly during 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 the uh, during the Clinton administration that sometimes like the Secret Service would be confused on who to protect because I guess one because I I guess one time. Um, I guess one time Hillary was like, was like coming at Bill with like a frying pan or something like a literal, like a literal <laughs> frying a frying pan, and, and and they they didn't know what to they didn't know what to do because you know obviously they're charged 
to protect the you know the president but also it's the first lady and also you know he was you know bopping everyone who um you know who wasn't hillary basically oh yeah um, i've heard those stories too that they would throw shit at each other like furniture and like get mad like yelling matches and apparently like on election night when hillary found out she lost they said she was like through the roof. Yeah, like, that's all the demons fucking leaving her body when she realized when, she's not gonna be the leader of the free world. Did you like guys they, see the video of her and Bill Clinton today, where he looked like he just wanted to shoot himself just sitting there listening to her? Probably oh, every God. day though. It's true. Did y'all see the one that been like has been viral today? I wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me <laughs> if, if if you told me that every day Bill Clinton wakes up and he looks at himself in the mirror with a gun in his mouth and he's in, in tears, like, oh you big fucking pussy, do it. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Wouldn't be surprised. I I I remember back. I remember. I remember back in the back in the the day, and this was this was back like twenty years ago. Rush during the whole Lewinsky thing. Rush Limbaugh had like a whole bit like, well, I can't exactly blame Bill. Have you seen Hillary? So yeah, and dude, that's oh, the yeah. thing too. I think that's why people mm-hmm. kind of cool with it because they're like, he's married to that bitch. I don't blame him. <laughs> also check this video nuance bro this is funny somebody um had an oopsie during these riots and so he had some music to it oh man i'm gonna look up that hillary or that bill video that bill clinton oh how about these trump boats sinking uh on a parade on lake travis i will say that's in my state right yes i just feel it. like that was weird because they've had, you know, them everywhere else. Mm. They've been fine. It could, maybe could have came from the storm. Um, or Antifa messed with the boats because they know what's going on. I mean, they show up everywhere we show up. So yeah. it's like, I feel like they tampered. And I kind of hope they did tamper so they can go to jail, prison, whatever. Um, like attempted murder. Because, like, what, what was your intentions of doing that? Um, so... And then the, the liberals on Twitter have been celebrating it, which makes me also feel like, eh, they did it. <laughs> All right. I got I got a question for y'all, okay? So, yeah. so if you go on so so if you're going on Tinder, I don't know if you go on Tinder or not, but like not like anymore. say you go on Tinder, right? No, and, and somebody says girlfriend. And and well, and if you show up right if you see your picture right him his or her picture and you're like all right and then you show up and then you see them in real life and they're nothing (laughs) like they are in that picture is that a total buzzkill catfish all right so you know so, so, so maybe, maybe I did a little Tinder hunting. Okay, maybe I did a little Tinder hunting this I'm week. Okay, I'm after right? you. Just saying. Look, and there it is, right there. Bam. So that that fit picture pops up, right? And I look at it. I'm like, look, she's a professor. She's okay? in your age range. Black, look, 
Look, black as fuck, eyes like a truck, right? So, hey, I'm into that sort of thing. I'm like, hell yeah, right? Are you Team Swirl? Huh? Are you Team Swirl or something? I am all swirl. about I'm all about that chocolate cake. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so I swipe right. And then with so uh, you swipe right, and you know how you swipe right, and then you start chatting or whatever, right? And you're and you're talking a little funny. She's talking a little funny. Things pop off, right? And then she's like, "Hey, let's 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 hang out, right?" Ooh. And I'm trying and I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to wreck. I'm trying to wreck that truck like an Asian person, right? And you know, we're fucked now. Okay, but but I'm saying, look. You got to understand where I'm coming from, Disavow. right? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, I'm oh, trying. I'm trying to get some chocolate cake. I'm trying. I'm trying to get that chocolate cake, right? Look, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See this through my lens, okay? Look. So then you you meet them, right? And, and like, so you meet them. <laughs> And, and can we can we pull off this other picture here? Oh yes, yeah. Let's get the yeah. um the uh the before and after person. Right. So 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 I agree to meet her, and then this is this is the picture that comes up. All right. Go oh, ahead. Oh my god. Um, Not like, what see, I expected. See, look now. Like like this this upsets me. Can, this upsets me a lot. Okay. Can, can we and put not, this on? Can we put this on stream so that the people know what we're referring to? Well, no. Hold on. Let's, Wait, let's, let's, let's you know. Hold on. Hold it on. Is. Hold on. We're getting there. We're getting there. Look. So, obviously, like when you go up there, obviously it's offensive because obviously she's not black, right? You look at the hair. It's not like you Wait, know. Is she black face? Not like that. Look. Look. look oh, we're getting there, God, right? Yeah. Jessica Kruger. Yeah. Look. <laughs> where. Look, where are you seeing this picture? I don't see this picture. Look, you screen. see it. It's on the screen. Oh, right? On YouTube. So obviously, you know, she's pale. She's pale as fuck, right? But the thing that the thing that upsets me the most, right? The thing that really, really upsets me the most is where's her ass, right? I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Look, I'm looking for chocolate cake. There's no chocolate cake, okay? I, I see it There's now. No chocolate cake to be had. He's looking for a dumpster truck. I'm, no, no, I'm looking Is that a man? for eyes like a truck. I'm looking for eyes like a truck. I'm looking for chocolate cake. There's no chocolate cake. Do you know what that makes me? Okay? That is false advertising. Should be against the fucking law, right? Did she tell you she's black? Look. Oh, she's Rachel Dollar. She's been blabbing it for apparently she's been blabbing it for years, okay? And you know, and, and so I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna get some chocolate cake. Comes turn find out there's no chocolate cake to be it's had, okay? Well, it's white chocolate. White chocolate. No, I can't even know because she sold it. Look, I was Jones. I was driving there. I was driving to this book signing with the hope that there was gonna be some chocolate cake. I was no, Jones. Bill, you Wanted chocolate. Against, yeah. What if she was? People. What if she was transracial? You know, did no, you did I mean, you ask her that? Look, it's it's gone. Okay, it's gone. Right? The whole thing is gone. Right? Okay. <laughs> like, look, and but look, there's, but look at the picture. There's no ass. Look, there's back. 
there's legs. Nothing in between, right? It's back legs, nothing in between. It's flatter than put, the vod. You, you could put a you could put a chessboard on where their ass is supposed to be, and, <laughs> pieces, and the pieces would not move at all, right? My God, did you see uh, Jason's Jason's comment? There's... She has a disease called no assitis. Yeah, <laughs> look, I mean, it's like, look, she's gonna, she's gonna need to do bun busters just to say she doesn't have an ass, right? This is it's a, it's almost like a negative ass. Like you got to do, you got to do uh, ass exercises just to say you have no ass. It's a regressive <laughs> ass. It's very upsetting. Very upsetting. Okay, you gotta adjust this from my point of view, right? What the f- she's holding a book to it says fugitive <laughs> okay, no. modernity. Okay. So to be fair, okay. Static aesthetic. Okay, the joke's over. This woman is Jessica Krug, right? Okay, doxing someone. She's no, no, she's no, she said, the scene look, ended joke, already. Joke. Right. It'd be joke. But but no, she said she's uh she said she was she admitted to pretending that she was black, right? She pretended to do it. She admitted to doing a Rachel Dolezal, right? So, and that book, I think she wrote, did she write that book? I don't know. She looks like she <laughs> did. for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She so, uh, so, yeah, also, Static Void oh, in the Woods. By the way, in by the way she's not 51 years old, but... Well, uh, you know, she could be like Elizabeth Warren. She yeah. might be like one one thousandth black. Right. You never I know. I, I want to say she. I think she's like thirty eight or something like that. But, but I put fifty one on there because she would have been born in in sixty nine. That's that was my joke. That was my uh, joke. Forty. It, it was not funny. Whatever. Uh, but some digging there. Yeah, I, I was creative. I was creative. Okay, but yeah. But yeah, the seats she lied. That was good, Phil. That was good. That was that was the best joke I've heard all week. I told yeah. I told him that I was like, dude, this was clever. The Tinder thing was clever. <laughs> Look, I just I... think it's hilarious that you know black people are so oppressed, and we have people pretending to be black and they're successful, and like, <laughs> and making money off of this. It's just like crazy to me. As, as funny as your joke is, I will say the headline for this is it's up there it's it's quality professor jessica krug admits she lied about being black so what'd she say quote i cancel myself <laughs> how can this you self cancel for being black i'm curious about that because like i'm kind of curious about people who say they're black and then like they get the affirmative action or they get like some kind of like scholarship for being black well, I mean, well, I mean, if, if if Elizabeth Warren got some hookups for for that sort of thing, I mean, I'm sure she did too. I mean, it's not. Uh, out it's of not the too out of the pale here. Right. But I did. I did ah, you said pale. I did. I'll, I'll be honest. Question. That was a totally unintended pun. I'm not even kidding. That was <laughs> actually unintentional. No, not saying that ironically. Not it's ironically. funny because you said pale as in comparison to pale skin. Ah. <laughs> I, 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 I what can I say? I am I naturally, guys. naturally yeah. talented <laughs> with puns. <laughs> what are you saying, Donnie? I wanted to ask y'all some about something. I tagged you guys. You can, if you want to pull it up or something. The, the the answer, Donnie, is yes. I like boobs. Oh, oh, oh I wait, that, you were gonna say yes. Oh wait, that, I, that 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 was that wasn't your question. 
Like, I, I, you know, I, 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 I do. I, you, you got to have the right proportion. That's my thing. She has right? boobs. This, you got to have uh, the right Rachel Dolls out 2.0. I'm sure. Look, and that's another thing, right? And that's another like, okay. So, if, so if you're gonna compare her to Rachel Dolezal, Rachel Dolezal committed to it way better than this. She the, than this like she really. I'm pretty sure she probably got butt injections or something. Like she really. Did she you guys hear me? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, did y'all hear, y'all hear the the article I was telling you about? I didn't yeah. see it. Oh, I tagged you guys with Matt. I'm sorry, it's a uh, meet Scott Wiener. <laughs> That's why I'm calling him Wiener. Um, senator, he's a senator for California, mm-hmm. and he's pushing this bill where um, oh, it now. basically protects people who are pedophiles. Like if there's a, a, a younger age for consent with like 10 years or something. Yeah. And he's saying that conservatives are attacking it because it's about gay rights, but it's not. It's about being, you know, being a monster, a pedophile. Yeah, I love how we bring that up isn't when we're talking same, about this. Isn't this the same? Isn't this the same asshole that was like, um, that that helped pass the bill that said you didn't have to disclose to your partner if you have HIV? Oh, I don't know. I think this, I think this was the same guy. This was the same guy that's like, yeah, because they passed that shit in California. So in California, they passed that shit too. I think they were, or they at least were trying to push that shit where you don't have to disclose to your partner if you have HIV, which is fucking wow, fucking nuts, right? Like, like how are you gonna like this? This is a, I mean, obviously HIV is something like with medication and treatment or whatever, you could still live a normal, healthy life, but it's still a fucking deadly disease. But like, it's permanent. You don't get yeah, rid of it. Permanent, yeah. And like, yeah, it's it's like California's fucked. That's, I'm I'm just gonna end it with that. I I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I just can't believe they're pushing something like this, like. And then trying to tell the public, oh, no, they're trying to attack, you know, gay rights. That's not what this is about. And I know that there are people who follow them or don't read or look into anything. So they're just going to believe them. Is it sad that it doesn't surprise me at all? Oh, I'm not surprised either, but it still makes me angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does me too. But it's like, I don't know, like... If there's anything that's happened to me more than anything else in 2020 is that like nothing crazy shocks me nothing and like when something nope. does surprise me that's my guy step back and be like whoa this is some serious shit if it surprises me i mean mm-hmm. like seeing Professor jessica krug admit she lied about being black i'm like oh another one wow here we go again. This is you, um, this is you know, uh, like, twenty. You know, this is our year. You know what's sad is now in twenty twenty, I'm more surprised when good stuff happens. So, yeah. Yeah. well, well, so in California, when they when when they tell you like like one of their slogans is "Dream Big." So the, I think this is what they were meaning when they said dream big, right? They want to pass things yeah, where, you get to, where you get to fuck kids, right? 
and complete and it's completely legal or you know or it's a slap on the wrist punishment like Why oh you want to bang want... The, you want to bang the kid in the ass here you go slap on no, the wrist no, no. go out go out there and be somebody right Phil's pissed Phil's pissed <laughs> it's disgusting shit it's it is it's so evil and I know people personally who have been been treated like that as children like by their own family this is not okay it does mess with people yeah so why does the left want or at least some parts of the left because this is not a mainstream thing but why is it because significant... people are getting busted well, people are getting busted and pizzagate and everything they're, they're getting busted and now if they can make it legal well, it will protect certain people why is this happening in california hollywood I mean, pedophilehood well well honestly i think it's because they're the, the progressives are like sick and fucked in the head. Uh, I mean, really. Um, you look at some of the crazy shit that's going on in California. It's like, no. You look at it and it's like only an insane person does this sort of shit. Like crazy people, like mentally unstable Demented. fucking people only do the shit that they do in progressive California. It's like insane, right? You get like, no, this is like, you know, people like you even got you got people that are homeless and with needles and shitting on the streets and shit like that. Like, look, it's like, no, you got and you got all this drug. You got drug use up the fucking wazoo over there. You've got like uh, you got little kitty fuckers over there that are like just it's like it's a it's a the place is fucked like the state is fucked. I'm glad I left it as a child when I did. Holy fuck. Was I blessed? Oh, my God. I can't imagine fucking living I guess longer than I, would, I holy fuck i guess i can pivot but like i only had like one other thing that i wanted to address mm -hmm. and i was like not actually i didn't want to at first but phil was like you should probably talk about it yeah i recently exposed a vlogger who was a black mm -hmm. vlogger on uh youtube mm -hmm. and um he's from youtube and i exposed him on twitter Mm -hmm. Um, he was talking about some Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread, but he was talking about Ivanka, and I call that racist because Wonder Bread, you know, you think of white, right? White bread, and uh, and he called me out. And was like, oh, I meant it's spelled Wonder Bread, and he yeah. told me that he hey. wasn't being racist; he was just being funny. And then one of my followers said, um, I she looked it up, and uh, it, Wonder Bread is a a, a you know, a racist term for white people. Yeah. And yeah. so what happened is he he made he responded like two times. Then he jumped onto his YouTube channel with its eighty thousand subscribers, and made a whole video bashing me. And at first he had a clickbait title. He's like, um, his name. Um, and he said destroys black Trump supporter. And I'm saying his name because he didn't even clout. He got a lot more followers because of me. But like, anyways, on Twitter, and um. So he did that, and then to this day, it was like a week ago, He they're still trying to, like, harass me on Twitter and on Instagram. And the guy, his audience, like, I honestly think these, these bitches wash paper plates in the dishwasher. Like, that's his audience. <laughs> Do they sort their foods by color, too? They... They, 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 they spend their days chewing on the Amazon box. All right. Well, um, yeah, like... Look, it's 
if you if you look at the it like you're talking about one to bread if you look up you all you gotta do look it up on the urban dictionary right wait sean mm-hmm. can you google it can you google yeah. it for the crowd I, like I, can you google wonder bread with the a instead of er i will I sent, do that i sent you the urban i sent you the site i sent you the site sean. i would just um, like i would just like okay I, all i needed to do you. And I'm gonna keep exposing them because I'm really tired of black people trying to say that black people can't be racist because I've seen more racism from black people than white people. Who who are you seeing attacking white people in in these riots in these streets? Black people are attacking white people, yeah. and the media is the cause of this. They made it seem like it's okay, yeah. it's normal, and it's not, and it's not okay. And it, honestly, I have white family members in my family, and it ticks me off. Don't Donnie, I got to stop you right there. That's your that's your white privilege. Oh wait, <laughs> that's your white privilege, Donnie. No, but, uh, uh, I'm yeah, not but white part though. Of it, part of it is part of it is because the socio like in these sociology classes and shit, they have they have they teach you that oh racism is privilege plus power. So, like the technically technically he can't be racist because he doesn't hold any institutional power it's like that's bullshit because what oh shit speaking on that do you hear how trump eliminated the federal anti-racism yeah apex and i talked about that on the whitfield report earlier tonight so i love that see that stuff is so under like underappreciate because that is fighting the culture war that is ending this bullshit anti-racism uh bias train whatever the fuck they call it, which actually just makes people more racist statistically uh statistics have shown it makes people more racist so he is literally curing racism but nobody is giving him the credit he deserves but that's okay well did, did the left have a rebuttal against him doing it or did they just not say anything I'm not sure. I, I'll be honest. I didn't hear much about the story until I, um, I didn't saw on Twitter. Hey, hey guys, I actually have a legit question here from one of my uh, chat members. He For actually sure. brings up a really good question. Static Void in the chat goes, are albino black people still considered black? Also, yeah. am, I, am I autistic for asking that? No, sir, you are not because... I've often wondered the same thing. But albino, no, albino, black. albino black people are definitely, you know, they should be considered black, and they're actually, like, really discriminated against in yeah. Africa because there's, spe- there's, like, tribes and shit, and there's a belief that if you, like, eat their bones or something, it cures diseases in, like, Africa, and, like, they're chopped up and eaten. See, that's what that's what Rachel Dolezal and Jessica Krug should have went with, right? That's the story they should have went with. Like, look, I'm actually adopted, okay? I was adopted to white parents, and I'm actually <laughs> bino, but I'm really black. Like, that's why they, that's the lie they should have went with because they knew they were going to get caught, right? Pictures don't lie, right? It's funny so, you mention it because I was with a volunteer today knocking doors that. I guess you'd call albino Hispanic. He is from Puerto Rico. He, I believe, lived there for a portion of his life. But he looks white as white gets. But he said, like, yeah, racism and discrimination are real. I experienced it when I went to Puerto Rico. People treated me differently because I was the white guy. 
except when I started speaking. Then once I started speaking Spanish fluently, they were a bit more lenient. But he said, even then, they didn't see him as one of them, which is pretty messed up. But he said that, yeah, you get sort of distanced and discriminated against and sort of kept in a separate category. And that's what you don't get about America. Like, people will talk about, oh, America's so racist. <laughs> Uh, there's all <laughs> systemic racism in police. It's like, look, do we have racism and do we have racism? Of course. Every part of the world does because people are prejudiced. That doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. good. That doesn't mean we shouldn't uh, fight against it. Obviously, it's bad and we should fight it. But we're in short supply of races here for the radical left. The left is in yeah. short supply of racism, as Gavin McGinnis says. You wouldn't, you so wouldn't be able to. Them. You wouldn't be able to tell that watching a fucking NBA game, though. Holy shit! But, yeah. Black that, lives matter. Black lives matter on the courts. They got <laughs> fucking these little quotes that they put on the back of their jerseys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you you'd think people are getting oppressed left and right over here. Well, and that's the point. Actually, that's a. I'm glad you brought that up because. I have noticed something. This one dude talks about this, like a ex-KGB dude. And I think one of the things he said, and I, I could be wrong, but what they're trying to do with all this, I think Black Lives Matter stuff being everywhere, is that it's kind of like when they say, you know, if you're told a lie enough, you eventually, it's eventually the truth. And that's literally what they're doing, is they're beating it over your head so much. They're putting in pop culture so much. They're creating a bandwagon effect where they're manipulating you with propaganda, Marxist propaganda, so that you, uh, just an average Joe, sit there. First, you don't believe it, but when you see everybody saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, like a cult, and it's everywhere, you feel so alone, and you feel single that, and you go, I guess it's true then. I mean, it's in the NBA, it's in movies, it's it's on Twitter, it's all these major companies are saying it, like, they're trying to make you believe a lie, and they're trying to subvert your um, free thinking. They're, it's all manipulation. It's all to try and get you believe this, and it's like, it's crazy. I mean, I, I've i never seen so, anything like why that. Why does it not work on me, though? Because you have a brain. You must have a brain with white privilege. Internalized, internalized racism. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not. No, no, that's weird. No, internalized misogyny. Also, 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 Donnie, and I'm not making this up. You have beauty. Pri- you have beauty privilege. To be fair, oh, beauty privilege is a thing. But. Sam with the Casanova moves. That's what's say. up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how you doing? But, 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 but also, but also, that's like that's like an actual thing now too. That like, according Sam, to the to the left. Sam, I am. <laughs> I'm waiting for that out. Because of that. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to start playing Al Green in the background. Okay, like we're. we're <laughs> Then, then the show will be taken well, down. Well, oh yeah. Well, well, Phil. Well, Phil, <laughs> you're. 
Well, Phil, you're you're the one who want you're you're the one who talks about how you just want chocolate cake. So I want chocolate cake, damn it! And she robbed me. She robbed me of that goddamn chocolate chocolate cake. What I will never mean? forgive her. I will never forgive her for that. Do you remember when um, Antoine... guys are into chocolate girls? Military guys like black girls for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it's you know. Anyway, the weather's <laughs> looking really nice for tomorrow. Um... <laughs> well, Phil, don't right. don't military guys also like uh, you know those lady boys and what was that place? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> You really, you want me to you want me to keep saying those stories, huh? <laughs> Some funny shit. Yeah. It's uh, the yeah. correct term is female. Don't get it right. Transgender uh, people in fucking Bangkok. <laughs> you can't make that shit God, up. What what is up with Bangkok? Yeah, with a name like that, of course it's gotta live up to it. You they know. were trying to increase their population. They come on, give them some, give them some slack. Reverse that. I don't think men can I... become pregnant. <laughs> take this bread off the street. Apparently, apparently, you haven't been reading enough of liberal media, there, dude. Okay. Hentai. Anybody? <laughs> Wait, did we say anything about Trump? Uh, possibly, possibly, uh, not doing, uh, getting rid of Roe and Wade. Wade. He can't like, do we, that. Like, yeah. I don't. Did he say that? I, I we we talked about it like you know like you know on the sidelines but like I I didn't know if like anyone else heard that too. I don't think Trump's gonna touch that. Yeah, I don't think personally. I think I Pence wouldn't would. touch it. That's a, I don't. That's something the Supreme Court should handle. Though, I. I I don't think even, even when he touches it, even when he touches it on the like the right to the the, the right to live and all that stuff like um. He he even address he does he and this is one of those things where Trump does a great job with, like you talking about the last uh, State of the Union address. He basically said he, he positioned himself to where he was against abortion in the third trimester, where like the baby feels pain and all that stuff, right? And where because the liberal like the liberal side is all about like a. Even even the third trimester should be legal. Even the, even the day after the freaking baby's born, it should be legal. Like he, he's all about that, and like, well, the left's going even further than that. They want people like you know, if you um you know voluntary uh, termination of life and stuff. So so here's my conspiracy theory with this. Okay, so so he's so. These liberals, they want they want uh, in, in, infant side, right? Uh, because they want to remove the evidence, right? Because you know, in California, like they're fucking these little kids, right? They want to use that infant in, in, infant side, right, to get rid of the evidence, right? How long? I think they want to go and push it for older people. They're like that voluntary. Okay, that, okay, um, that was a shitty joke. Okay, it's, fine. All it's right. gonna start like that. All no, right. no, they're comedy. Damn. No, they are gonna. No, I, I get what you're saying, but no, I think that's what's gonna happen. That they're, they're gonna push for uh, that, you know, where if you're elderly and like you have dementia, and then they're gonna start pushing like, oh, it's not just that. Like, you know, your your relatives can push for euthanasia, and then it's gonna be like, oh, you know, you see this old conservative person, you know, maybe they need to be euthanized. That's it's gonna be a slippery slope. 
and I've seen in like other countries where they had like involuntary euthanasia before for like someone who uh, I think it was like Sweden or something or one of those like really yeah. you know, liberal places out there, and that, yeah. that's what they're gonna push for. It, it starts with abortion and it just keeps going down that path. Did anybody hear yeah, like Jason's what? comment on the on the chat? He said. I quote, uh, I've met a lot of black guys who have said they won't date black women because they are too much like parole officers. <laughs> oh, I, I knew a black guy who um, said he he didn't like to date black women. I forget why. Like, he he, he just didn't like them. They he, said, he continues and says, but when they are with other men, they tell them they aren't black enough for them so what they're really saying is that they don't want black women but they don't want other men to date them either that's Jeez, true end quote i look that's yeah. true Am I and here's the, the thing like it, here's just... the thing with the whole black guy thing here's the thing they don't want someone like they may feel like a lot of black women they've, they've talked to have insecurity issues and so they feel like you know they had to answer all these questions where yeah where you been but at the same time a lot of black men are liberals and they have different values and when a lot of times we want someone who's loyal you know and if they're not they'll feel like someone's nagging them because you know they want to do what they want to do but right. that's, that's, that's a white girl that's some white girl shit like, like all into drama and shit. Like, oh my god, I was. Why would you say that to me? That is so horrible. Like, oh my god, I think, I think we need to talk. I think we need to go to counseling and shit. Like, no, hell no. No, but the thing is, it's like, okay, um, and it's not like for me, it's not necessarily the same like example, but like, I'm just like, I see. Why do you, they start a black group calling um, black men don't cheat, even though these the one who's in this group cheat like because a lot Don, of them cheat and that is a racist stereotype and it's real <laughs> but the real question is though donnie what is the definition of cheating it depends right. on they have to agree on that like they have to have that conversation before it's right. like if they feel like if you're sitting there liking people's pictures and stuff as an issue, then okay, then maybe y'all don't want that will work out. Because or I saw it, I, because here's the thing: I saw this in a movie once, right? And they said what, that if it what? that if, that if it's in a different area code, much less a different state, it's not cheating. What the fuck is that logic? What? No, I'm right saying Phil Santa Someone is my man. If you like his pictures of other girls. I'm not gonna be your woman. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, and like, like they, they it also said that it, that if you're sleeping with two women, it's not cheating because they both cross each other out. Phil, oh, what, no. Phil, <laughs> what, Phil what, what type of movie was this that you that you were watching? It may, it may or may not have been a comedy. I, I will. I I'm will gonna guess it may have been. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna guess I mean, that. I mean, we're, we're. I mean, if we're so gonna ball, like that's evil. No, no, that's not good. My girlfriend's listening. I would never. Absolute haram. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. No, that's, why all, black girls, that's why black girls are trying to like 
gravitate to other races that now. Was all... Why yeah, and that's like that's like that's that's like if 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 you were drunk if you were drunk it's not cheating because if you don't remember it it never happened. Oh, that's some bullshit. It's like that yeah, Vegas shit. All right, all right look. Okay. <laughs> all right, okay. The movie was Road Trip, and it was very funny. I highly write. If you've never seen it, first off, jump off a bridge. But anyway, <laughs> how can um, I see it then? No, if I'm jumping off a bridge. Movie. Uh, All right, I guess I'm going. Bye. Later, Gator. No, I'm saying, uh, no, Road Trip was where I got that one from. It's a funny movie, by the way. Um, it, it was directed by the guy that made The Hangovers. So, yeah, funny movie. Anyway, so now that that shitty joke is done and worn out, uh, what do we do next? Um, I was gonna pull up an election map. Uh, okay, Black yeah. Map you were just yeah, walking cool. down the street. I, I, I do want to say that one of my trusty mods, uh, Jolly, says, uh, "Stop watching Mormon porn, you degenerates." So <laughs> Mormon porn. What is that like? That's like, like what? The, where they they're fully clothed and they just shake each other's hands or something? What the fuck? <laughs> How are you, man? Very good, very good. Oh wow, well you're very oh my pretty. God, you you're going to hell. That's pretty much everything. damnation like, is like, in your future. Yeah, I would. I okay. I I have a hot take. Amish, you know the Amish religion, whatever that you call their yeah. religion. Yes. <laughs> Your buddy Static Void fucking got it. Look, I boinked her. Yeah, yes, that is a line off of Road Trip. Yeah, this guy's seen it. Oh, somebody in the chat. Yes. <laughs> Good man. Well, is it okay? Tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. The Amish, I don't know if I said this on the show before, but the Amish is white Sharia. Yeah, but the, the, they don't they don't hurt you though if you like uh, like they don't kill you. They do not stone you like they just shun you if you're bad. Like that's the shit they do. Uh, they don't stone, but they do have other forms of punishment. I've heard. Well, where do you hear this from? Like Amish mafia. <laughs> Osama bin Laden's niece says Trump can prevent another 9-11. I saw that. Yeah, somebody's going to say that today. I'm tagging. Well, you saw already. I'm still going to yeah, tag Osama you. Osama bin Laden's niece like endorsed Trump. It's kind of funny. Um, She's pretty. Oh. Osama. I just tagged you. She's cute. Osama Ria. <laughs> What's <your> first name? <laughs> So, so, so can you imagine being on she, Tinder and being like Osama bin Laden's wife and be like, "Yeah, I blow people away." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> come on, Mr. These Taliban, looks are killer. And they like come on, they drop the bomb. You have so much fun with that. Oh my god! Oh, somebody got left. Hell, wait, what is this? Another annual person being set on fire by a Molotov cocktail thrown by Antifa militants in Portland. Riders try to help, but don't do much. Cops are the ones who rush in and put out the flames. Jesus Christ. Cheese and rice. Cheese and rice. That's racist. Um, Why? See. 
Well, because, let's see, rice is uh, an Asian stereotype and cheese is an American stereotype. So that is offensive to Asian Americans. That's unity. They're together. <laughs> I said cheese and rice. Holy <laughs> shit. That's Osama's niece? What? Dude. She's cute, right? She's pretty. She's like a solid, like... I mean, the MAGA hat adds some points there. Dude, I... That's surprising. He's like, my girl from you watching, I'm going to say she's a six. But yeah, I know. I was <laughs> holding off. I was pumping the brakes there. Wow. Uh, all, all I, all, you have to say, look, you have to say, hey, well, she's not she's not as hot as my girlfriend. But. but there's always a strong but there. Here, I'll pull it up here. on the stream for everyone. Hey, you guys. Who's over. Um, the people who are watching, if you have not done it already. Uh, can you please hit that like button and then share it with your friends because this is a really fun night. So, like, don't be selfish and keep this to yourself. Please share. Thank and you. That's what I'd say. Yeah, yes. look. And <laughs> follow everyone in the description on Twitter and everywhere, YouTube and everywhere else. We have Donnie's links in there and Sam's. They should be in there. If they're not, I will add them after the show is over. Please give them uh, the following they deserve. Also, also FYI, I am not. I am. I only have a simp. I I only have a simp for daughter. I am not a full simp. So as. I think game on the bus there. So wait, so are you committing to me? Uh, I mean, I I honestly, I don't. I I honestly only heard of the term simp recently. But yeah, me too. Uh, but I forget what it means. Uh, ask Prince Harry. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Harry is the king of the simps. <laughs> Royal simp. He's the he's the wife. <laughs> oh no, he is the he ain't the wife. He is the bitch. He is yeah. the <laughs> subservient bitch. Like, look, a wife is strong and. And, and and like it's cooperative but is strong and holds their ground he is a bitch he gave up hunting he gave up fun he gave up drinking his life family yeah, his, 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 his crown he gave up his bloody crown for one girl but she's fine but it's not worth it though dude she isn't even that good looking I'm sorry I mean she's cute but like she isn't that good Good looking. Well, um, Jason asked a question in the chat, or he said, "Oh, did you see the tweets months ago where Obama's brother supports Trump? Oh, yeah, he's Malik, been supporting Trump. Yeah, he's been supporting. Oh, Malik's been base since sixteen. Malik's Twitter was like the most base thing on Twitter in sixteen. I I thought I at first I thought Malik was fake to be on to be honest. I'm like." Is this guy even real? It did look like kind of a meme, but like no, Malik. Malik is a little um, he's a little. He's out a blue there, check mark. Yes, he he's is. he's he's been verified. He's a blue check mark. His Twitter That's was just him. so fucking funny because he would say the funniest things. <laughs> like in 2016, if you like Google like screenshots from that, like oh my god, he's writing a book, Big Bad Brother from Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> we embrace the birther meme. Oh my god. 
but I'll, I'll say and this. One, and one day he was like dropping like birth certificates and all this stuff. He's like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> that's tip, that's classic Malik. Oh my God. Dude, that's funny. Big bad brother from Kenya. <laughs> that deserves a like. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, epic, 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 epic. Oh, he's doing charity work. Look at that. Donating masks in the U.S. Embassy in Nairobi from the Barack, uh, Barack H.O. Barack H. Obama Foundation. It's crazy how they highlight, like, family members that don't like Trump, but they won't highlight the ones who don't like Obama. That's true. Like, they just don't do it. They're so biased. There's, you know, there, there's shit from the other end, too, though, because you got, like, you got... Um, Mary Trump. Yeah, you got Mary Trump, and you got the fucking um, Mary's ben poor, and she's in a What, what, Ben Shapiro's cousin or something like or that? Who was his like sister? Yeah, or the one in the was porn. It a sister? What? No, <laughs> like the, the one what? in the news. No, I know. Um, I'm talking about the cousin, <laughs> the cousin, which, who was Ben Shapiro's cousin, who was in Matilda or whatever. Wait, what? The big fat boy. Chocolate cake? Chocolate cake? <laughs> no, no, I'm cake. saying Ben Shapiro's uh well, the new, the one with the nudes. No, oh, that yeah. that that's a, that's his sister that has the nudes. Oh yeah, the sister has oh, the nudes. Oh, the girl. The Wilson? Cousin Ara Wilson, yeah. Mara Wilson. Yeah. She was she was an actor. She was a kid actress. She was in uh Mrs. Doubtfire and Matilda and uh I think Miracle on 34th Street or something like that. Anyway, wow. yeah, she's she doesn't like she she goes on Twitter and she's kind of like not on Ben Shapiro's side or whatever. Okay, I keep lying to you guys. I I do have another thing I want to address. Okay, so pulling at the maps, this is gonna be relevant in a sense, but this is just an announcement. We need to really focus on our confederate confederate. <laughs> Oh, going that direction, I see. <laughs> no, 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 no. Conservative judges, because a lot of these Democratic judges are running without any competition, because a lot of these um, conservative lawyers do not want to be judges. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue that we're having. If if we want people who are going to enforce the Constitution, these judges are like a, a huge factor into that. So like. I need y'all to share this and tell all your people who are like conservative judges, I mean, uh, lawyers to run as judges. Like, and, and it should be all the money because look, Trump is, Trump is rich, right? But like, he's not doing this for the money. So like, you might make get a pay cut, but like, if you want the security for your kids in your future, to be there in the future, you might have to sacrifice some years to run for a judge for the conservative side because there's a bunch of Democratic judges in the office. And they're not. There's no competition. You're gonna have to work a little bit. Like, look, if 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 you're if you're trying to be a judge, you're probably gonna have to be a lawyer for a little bit. Probably gonna have to be attorney for a little bit. Well, uh, if there's like people wanting to run straight party, like people like straight voting voting red, I mean, just straight down the ballot, that doesn't matter. These Democrats few, will lose. Yeah, the, there's a quite a few conservative attorneys out there. Uh, Thankfully, one of them is uh, uh, representing Kyle Rittenhouse, which is fucking cool. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And I say this because I had my group in Dallas it's called Conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just had a speaker who had come, and he's running for a judge position in Dallas County. Right. And I didn't realize this was an issue until he came and spoke to us. And if, also, too, pay attention to what these judges are saying. Judges are not allowed to say what they support and don't support, how they were ruled. They can't yeah. say if they're pro-life or not pro-life. Like, they can't say those things. So if you're listening to these judges who are running, make sure that they're just saying they're going to protect the Constitution. And if they're not, then they're, all, one, they're breaking the law. Two, they need to only be protecting the Constitution. We just, so, we just, we, I don't even care if they're conservative or liberal. I just want somebody who's um, going to call the Constitution. I got no. Going to liberals are going to do it because that that that, that, well, yeah, that Dallas was gonna, they, was go that there. sex change yeah. that sex change thing in Dallas like no they have to be conservative because conservatives are more so going to follow the Constitution than the left is they have their own agenda. That I was I was going to get there I was going like I don't mind if they're conservative oh, or liberal. However, <laughs> however, if you're going if if you're gonna uh, if you're going to defend and go off the constitution it's going to push you conservative anyway i mean that's just kind of like because we love the constitution like that's that's conservative conservatives and then you have your constitution (laughs) and and like like we believe that the conservative that that the constitution is the greatest piece of legislature ever written in world history like Mm -hmm. there's nothing that is ever going to talk and like yeah and and it's like oh people want to get rid of the constitution it's like yo you you're you're never going to get anything better than it ever ever like we have to yeah. protect this thing all, like dude i don't and, and and it's like even if there was something even if there was even a remote possibility that there possibly could have been something better i don't trust any of these assholes to fucking <laughs> follow through with it or anything Speak uh, to segue to a few other stories I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that we on this show you heard here first, folks. Uh, actually called. I th- I th- I think if I'm giving the credit correctly, I think Alex, you thought of this. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who we were talking about earlier, are teaming up with Netflix to produce shows and movies and whatnot. Didn't we call this or did we not? Well, yes, sure did. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I, I thought, I thought, I thought they were gonna make porn where uh, Megan pegs Harry. boy. He was hoping for that. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't hoping for it. <laughs> That's terrifying. He's that squirrel. <laughs> no, hey, I mean, we're already that, seeing him get pegged uh, like every world, day. The squirrel is completely different from dudes getting pegged. Man, that's not. Like that's not not kosher at all. Well, we know somebody that could help us out um, with that. Wink, wink. Oh yeah. <laughs> Inside hey. joke. No, no, it's not anybody in this it. chat. Don't worry, y'all are safe. I want to know. <laughs> that will be safe for off the air locker room banter. Okay. <laughs> Bye. But yeah, I thought it was funny those Unless the chat is requesting to hear it. Well, sorry, guys. You're going to have to like donate super chats or something. 
We'll bribe you for that. Yeah, I don't, don't want to dox this guy. <laughs> Streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. Fans so. only. Fans only. <laughs> I don't know, man. If somebody donated us 25 Super Chats, is a dox worth it? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, it's kidding, so worth kidding, it. Kidding, 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 kidding. I'm uh, telling you, girl. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know your girl. <laughs> when we're gonna keep it that way. Um <laughs> <laughs> No. We're family, quit. <laughs> I don't know. Family doesn't oh. threaten other family uh -huh. members unless it's like the guy. I, I don't know. That <laughs> family does that more than anyone else. That's true. My <laughs> girlfriend's family kinda of does that too. But that's another subject for another day. <laughs> um and Harry's family kinda of does that too, so Maybe yeah, hmm. maybe we can be family and threaten each other. That seems um wholesome. That's that's a... oh, shoot. Yeah. Speaking of the royal family, do you see that meme I put in there? Oh boy, that okay. would be... yeah, I did. <laughs> here's a, here's something I'll put up. Like like here here's some here's some Trump news that that should be brought up too, because there's a whole lot of good Trump news that's gone on these last couple of weeks that nobody fucking talks about, which obviously you know it's good. Like, yeah, that's right. So this week, uh, Donald Trump brokered another peace deal between this time between Serbia and Kosovo. Oh yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's, a that's crazy. huge. Just it's huge, out right? Peace deals. Yeah, like, but this is like these 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 are sides. He's brokered peace deals with sides that no one thought would ever like kind of come together. Like, and and he's just doing it. They're doing it. Like, it's insane. Yeah, that's good. I mean, again, he's bringing peace to the Middle is, East. These are historic type peace deals, and the media isn't fucking covering it at all. Like, this tells you all you need to know about how dishonest our fucking media is. Because if, if Barack Obama did either of these fucking deals... He'd be getting a Nobel Peace Prize. They'd be licking his balls, man. It'd be fucking crazy, right? But no, since it's Donald Trump, they're like, let's brush this shit. None of this shit ever happened. Let's just bury this deep into the abyss. Mm -hmm. This is why this is why nobody trusts the fucking media, and deservedly so. Um, oh, shit. I, I just found some interesting news. What is that? USPS mail is found dumped at two spots in Glendale, California, prompting investigation. Oh, boy. Piles of oh, unopened bro. USPS mail and packages were discovered dumped at these two places. See, this is why I'm saying if you can, I recommend voting in person because I don't want to see that happen. Like, I would hate for that to happen to my vote. Yeah. Oh, did you did you did you see the NBA NBA arenas? They're all becoming voting stations. Oh God! Yeah, you I you know you know that. and while that's, you know where they're yeah you know where they're gonna side with though right? Well, yeah, that's the American Airlines Center in Dallas is doing it. Yeah. I don't trust it. Like they're freaking liberals. See, that is technically like a good idea. Like, let's remove all the political impl implications, but like taking a big ass stadium that isn't getting used, using it for voting, because have a lot of space. Great idea, but we all know what this idea is for because we're stadiums, big ass cities. Who votes in cities? Democrats. Who are they trying to get out to vote? Democrats. It's 
pretty obvious what it's for. Um, where did you find that article, Alex? I'm trying to find that. I just posted in the news section. Oh. Jason says, he's, he's a talker in the chat, we have to worry, though, about him getting the treaty with Israel. The Bible specifically says that the one who gets a treaty with Israel is the Antichrist. Uh, that's... Okay. What? <laughs> that's, um... Yeah, I yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to uh you know I'm gonna have to engage press your friend X, press Jason X there. Doubt. I will press X. Um yeah, press X to doubt. First off, the Antichrist also has to be has to be one who can unite everyone and you know, not be controversial and so mm, yeah, considering Yeah yeah, oh yeah. So maybe Trump is the yeah. So maybe Trump is the Antichrist, but uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna. That's gonna be a hard pass. The uh, yeah, there are a couple things that have to happen before the. Why the, would someone uh, think that Trump is the Antichrist? Oh my God! Speaking of the Antichrist, I saw this fucking movie the other day. Like, uh, what was it? Comcast did like the greatest like bait and switch I think I've ever seen. <laughs> There's this movie called The Calling, and it said from 2014, and it's like, oh, my dad's like, oh, you know, this has all these, like, famous actors. He clicks on it, and a completely different fucking movie comes up about, like, the Antichrist. <laughs> Why is that? Like, what, what were they... The fuck well, I looked that? it up, and apparently there was another movie made in 2000 called The Calling, and for some reason it played that one. And it was like a completely different fucking movie. It was like basically the the omen when it was like my dad clicks like, oh, this is a detective story about this and that with all these famous actors. It's some like weird ass like direct to DVD movie that just started playing. And I was like, dude, this can't be 2014. It looks like shit. You know, it looks like someone <laughs> filmed in like the 90s or something. Also, this is a very important story to me. I think we got mentioned too. Um, happened earlier this week. Laura Trump, who campaigned likes her, and I got to see her there. She went down to Florida and campaigned with my favorite Floridian or Floridian woman, uh, Laura Loomer. And there's photos of her with her on Twitter. Uh, Laura Trump with Loomer and her campaign manager uh, and all of her supporters there. So, of course, the mainstream media was eating this up and going nuts and if you google um anything about this like if you google laura loomer um who's getting some nice big bumps here and i'm glad to see the trumps are supporting her that's that's what i love to see because she is the next step of as this one article says this is what trumpism after trump looks like it's 100 percent correct this is the legacy of trump this is the movement but you see all these articles and it's like um like, I remember the CNN one. Like, Joe Biden's campaign actually made a statement about this. CNN headline, a self-described proud Islamophobe banned from social media just won a GOP nomination. Laura, Laura Trump campaigns with self-described proud Islamophobe. Laura Trump campaigned for a conspiracy theorist and GOP candidate. Um, but they always keep putting the proud Islamophobe in the headline. And I'm like, like... Do they really think that's like gonna scare people off? <laughs> oh, it's funny. The meme that keeps <coughs> on giving. 
Um, Jason, <laughs> here's one for you, Donnie. Okay. Me? Um, I might answer it. Let me investigate this. It's a Twitter link, but yeah. So, it's that's. I'm glad Laura Trump went there, and it's blowing things up, uh, making people lose their minds. All the right people lose their minds. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I see the tweet he sent. Um, and there was something else I was gonna mention. I'm gonna scroll through the news real quick. Oh yeah, Penn State. Oh, we gotta talk about our Penn State student government that we know and love. They were divided. Let me find UPUA's Twitter because I'll get the vote tally there. Wait, wait, Sean, they were divided? I didn't think, I thought they said Trump could not. Those good old days when we could just like fucking meme everything. Oh, man, I've tried to, oh, they don't update their Twitter anymore, lazy ass UPUA. But, uh, maybe it's on the UPUA assembly thing. Oh, yeah, there was some, like... Okay, so they were holding their student government meetings over Zoom now. And, well, first of all, one of their prominent people who... I need to find that tweet that he said it was pretty racist. But he literally, in his name on Zoom, put his fucking pronouns. It was like... I'm going to make up a name. John Doe, he, him, his. I'm like, Jesus Christ. These people are unbearable. But they were... So I have something about that. Sure. Um, I have some coworkers. Um, we use Slack for communication, and they put their pronouns yeah. on there. Oh. And I was so offended because I'm like, okay, I'm offended not because I'm a Karen. I'm offended because this is annoying. I'm tired of the whole liberal people taking over your workplace as if there aren't conservatives there. And I feel like that's like kind of like a workplace hazard thing because when when you know you have certain people who work for the company who is higher up who have who are bashing the president, um, I have an issue with that. Even if I was a liberal, I would have an issue with that because that's just, that's divisive. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's like very um. It's so just like virtue signaling. Like I remember when all like the Democrat candidates were doing that. It was like the stupidest shit. I'm like, I mean, look, I still think doing pronouns in general is stupid. But like, if you're gonna do it, only do it when you're trans. You know, like, if we can tell you're a girl, we're gonna say she, her, zer, or whatever the fuck you want to say. Now, like, we're not gonna say some weird shit. Um, well, yeah, we're not going to leave reality. But wait a minute. What happened with that tweet that Jason was asking a question on? So uh, he's just like, like ignoring him. I just looked at it and I I didn't get the point of what he was trying to say. Like why he was posting this tweet here. It just says some random dude on Twitter um, that said... Um, Black people who support Trump are typically black people who never felt support, embraced, accepted by black people. Oh, I see. So he wants to get my opinion on that. I guess so. My opinion on, on that is um, black people who support Trump are smart. We think for ourselves. Um, we don't, uh, we're not sheep. We don't follow the herd. Like they tell us music, industry, the radio stations, they all put the, the liberals in our face. Um, people who support Trump were not told to support Trump. We chose 
to support Trump. And um, yeah, that that's my my opinion on that. Um, when people say things like that, is uh, they're uh, was is it uh, deflecting, Pro- uh, projecting, projecting. projecting. Yeah. Mhm. I agree. Um, speaking of projecting, UPUA, um, our student government at Penn State, uh, they were they had a resolution as they always do, 2015, calling for Penn State to transition to remote learning format and on-campus housing closures. And a bunch of people came up and spoke out against this. And a previous bill that I need to find out the details on it a little bit uh, when we get into this uh, conversation. But the, they failed to pass it. The vote was 11 to 28. So those that wanted it, or was 11 of them, those that didn't, 28. That's not that big of a win. Usually a lot of UPUA stuff is pretty unanimous. Yeah, but like when they fucking, when they condemned the fucking, uh, the Sargon of Akkad event up there. Yeah, that was pretty fucking unanimous. Only one person. Only one mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. didn't vote to condemn us. I thanked him at the end of it, but that just shows you how fucked the student government is and how elitist, virtue signally, and pointless they are. But it's all about them getting stuff down the road. You know, it's all about, oh, I do this student government thing, and now, oh, I think I can do real government in the big boy world. Oh, I can do it. Hire me, political consulting firm. You know, <laughs> that's what these people do. They get shuffled into this bullshit. Like, it's a revolving door from bullshit, virtue signaling, fake government with no power to uh, some globalist, like, elitist think tank. So, my question is when has UPUA actually decreased the costs of tuition? Absolutely never. I am because the only it. time I've ever seen them do anything, it increases the costs, which hurts. You know, people from more disadvantaged sectors actually, you know, go to Penn State. So they are actively anti, because tuition costs is probably the biggest problem for students on campus. You know, I mean, seeing them like not even just regular tuition. I didn't see them do anything about like you know dorm costs or anything like that. They don't care. They're rich. Mommy and daddy have um, kept them all nice and taken care of. And they simply are out of touch with students. They don't care about students. And they, frankly, are just in it for themselves. It's for bullet point on a resume to get them some power job in the future. And I know some of these people on here. Like, I'm looking at the picture right now of their student government. I know some of these people. And, yeah, they're all Leah's pieces of shit. That's what they are. Oh, man. Oh, we should do our election map. Let's go to 270 to win. Because I almost forgot about this. So... Did you guys make any prediction maps, or do you have any ideas of where you think things are going to go? No, I, I did not. Uh, I didn't, but I think it's pretty safe to say Trump is going to take Florida again. Florida yeah, I was going to copy Sam, but he didn't send it to me in time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was doing it last <laughs> night, like super late, as I usually do stuff, and. 
I had this map actually figured out as my prediction at the time in June of this year. Like, it was right around the riots were just starting. Like, somebody was, like, playing with maps in a group meeting. I was like, yeah, I'll do the same thing. The only thing I did change slightly, and it's not really a major change, is, like, one of the main districts I had blue and the other red. I just flipped them because I didn't know how to change at the time. But I, I thought this in June. I'm still thinking it now is more likely. I think Trump is going to keep... As we're 60 days out from the election, um, this is like the final stretch. It's after the convention. This is where sh the, the campaign like actually like goes into high gear. I think Trump's going to keep every single state he won last time and gain a few. I think he's going to gain Minnesota, New yes. Mexico, Nevada, and New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to pick those up. I, still I don't think know about Virginia New Mexico is... yet or New Hampshire because I'm not familiar with those, you know, issues. But the other ones, yes, because he had um, Democrat mayors endorse him from Minnesota. That's good. That's I see. That's the thing too is like riots are happening in some of these states, and I think what that's gonna do is it's gonna piss people off, and those that are on the fence about him are gonna say, you know what? May not like his tweets, may not like his style, but he has the right message and he's going to keep me safe. And again, what's critical in states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, which were two states that were pretty close. Michigan was extremely close. I think they're going to again be decided on the black vote. If the Democratic black vote stays home again, like we saw last time when Hillary had her empty rally in Philadelphia, and with Joe Biden being racist and Kamala Harris being a crooked cop, I think they're going to oh, say, yeah. I don't like either option. I'm going to stay home. But then they're going to have higher turnout, turnout among Republicans. To be black. honest, here's my thing on the black folk. Um, I went out the other night and one of the people who came to my table, because people were listening and eavesdropping and they want to come and sit with us. This black guy came and sat with us. He was pro-Trump. I probably gained about maybe five new followers on Twitter a day or every two days that are black Trump supporters. Nice. Um, and then, and I've been watching and listening to like the things that people are saying, like the black media comment section, the likes and black people are like, um, Obama really didn't do nothing for us. They're really waking up to that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they got the little sinless checks. So they're kind of like pro-Trump, you know what I'm saying? But uh... <laughs> Dude, I've heard that from even my executive director in our office was like, because we were talking about the how the black folks going to go. He's like, dude, like, I've heard from people that literally the stimulus check won them on board. Yeah, I'm honestly, I, don't, I think this is a low prediction, but I think he might get in the 40s. Money talks. And, and honestly, um, I've listened to commentary people who do not like Trump at all, but they've called out Obama for being on the, the Epstein flights and not doing anything for the black community. They're really questioning him. They do not trust him or, or Michelle. And um, they're, they've, they've woken up. Either they're not going to vote or they're going to vote for Trump. They're not going to vote for uh, Biden. Well, so that's going to be the thing, too, is that a lot of people, I think, are going to misread some of these exit polls or misinterpret them because they're going to go, oh, my God, Trump has like 
50 percent uh, support among african americans i'll be like well hold on a second that's 50 percent of those that voted and those that voted are more republican-y because a lot of the democrats stayed home now i do think though he's definitely going to gain some more support among all groups and yeah, I think for sure. he among the black I think it was at nine percent. I'm trying to find the statistic. That's good. So while you're looking for the statistic, I'm gonna tell you this. Remember how you guys I was like, you know, I've used like when guys hit on me or something at the gas station or the store. I just use this whole, oh, who are you voting for this year? You know, or I'll just tell them I'm a Trump supporter. So they'll go away. Mm-hmm. It's not working. They're supporting oh, Trump. They're like, oh, they're like, oh, um, I'm gonna vote Trump if he's the one. He's gonna, he, he, he's the one who fix the economy. Like Biden can't fix it because he was in the office. These people are, these people are not political. They're black, and they're saying Biden can do nothing for eight years. And they said they believe that after this pandemic, that Trump is the one who can fix it. That these, these are people who are trying to hit on me, who I try to use the whole Trump thing is not working anymore. I have to change that I, now. Now turn on. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I was gonna say. Donnie, that you that would just excite me more. So <laughs> Yeah, interestingly, yeah. if you look among the racial demographics for Trump, his biggest gain from past Republicans, it's not black, it's not white, it's actually Asian. From twenty twelve. Um the twenty twelve he Increase from Romney for whites was one percent, oh. blacks seven percent, which is huge. Um, Hispanics eight percent, Asians eleven uh, percent, and other, which I guess is mixed, one percent. Did they say Hispanics? Hispanics, yeah, he had an eight percent gain from twenty twelve. Okay. Oh, from twenty twelve. I know, and the, but what I'm saying is the biggest gain is Asians, though. 11 percentage points from 2012. Well, yeah. Well, should we be looking at 2012, or should we be looking at, like, the last time Republican 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, the last time before Trump. This is know. all that I can see on this site, showing the change. Well, so that would have been to... 2012. That would have been the election. 2012 would have been the last one. It would have been presidential yeah, last time like a Republican won before Trump. Well, they didn't win; they lost to Obama twice. So. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to look that wait, up hold on. Did we even cover Blue Judge? Did we put? Did I miss that? Did I already talk about Blue Judge? Yes. Yeah, we talked about that because he was they're trying to rob veterans yeah. against Trump, but um, they wanted to vote for McCain and McRomney, the losers, like those kind of people. Yeah, I know those people like drive me up a wall. They trigger me. Um, but I'd have to look at the 2004 stats in a second. But, but Trump had eight percent of the black vote in 2016. I could see that doubling to around 15 percent, maybe 16, 20. I thought he's it was 34 really lucky, But I don't think it's gonna get any more than that. I thought he had like 34 percent. Or something in the 30s recently. Well, that's what the Is polls are saying, but I think those polls are. Bit generous. I think well, a generous. Why would it be generous with a black vote? Why do you think the the Democrats are freaking out? Well, I think they're well, I think they're freaking out because the black vote isn't going to come out for them. I think that's their bigger fear. 
And I think with these polls, a lot of them are showing him higher with the black vote is usually Rasmussen, which usually leans a little more positive for Republicans. And look, Trump could get into the 30s or more. I, I don't know. It's it's very possible. So I think he but... I think he had like 34 or something percent. Like Jason, I think he just said it in the chat. I saw that too, where it was in the 30s. Yeah, but of these like are the polls, and approval. so I I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much faith in them. So I would wait till you see the exit polls on election day. That's what's gonna give you a better sense of what's really really happening. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think he will. I think he at least doubles. I think Trump at least doubles the black vote. Like I got a lot of work to do. Then you guys, he at I'm, least I'm, he at least doubles I'm, it. I'm gonna have to go to some black neighborhoods and have a conversation with them, like uh, like Antoine Tucker is doing. Yeah. But like he, I think he relates better. Him and King Face relates better. By the way, King Face was in a coma recently. Oh. Wow. Uh, I guess he had like a kidney infection, which mm. caused a blood clot, which they, I guess, I don't know if they induced a coma or how it worked out, but like, apparently he's better now. Um, there was some drama with all this because uh, um, Angela Staten King was like, well, we, if you're going to be asking for $100,000, $100, we need to know who it is, blah, 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 like, you know, um, but she just, she's been happy with other conservative black people. And she panders to the left, but um, yeah. So that was that was out, and uh, he raised the money he needed. His his wife. I didn't know Kingface had a wife, by the way. I thought he was single, but now we know Kingface has a wife. But he's doing better, and we really need him because you know he he can relate better um in those neighborhoods because that's where he grew up. I didn't grow up in I grew up in the Boondocks, the country. Like I grew up with white folks. I was one of the few black kids in my school, so. so that's what you got him and and from. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and let's be real, let's be real, let's be real for a second. Like the 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 outreach, the the black conservative outreach, is unlike anything. Movement. Oh yeah, it's it's been it's unlike anything we've really seen. Like it's a huge movement for for yeah. Trump. It's insane. This is interesting too. Like Herkel's at... Herkel's son. The was he a cool Herschel, player? Herschel, Herschel Walker's son, yeah, yeah. He made a whole like little commercial and they've been posting it. Um, he's but he's been pro Trump for a long time. Um, but like he's been getting the highlight now. It's just like, and he's and also, I think he's gay, right? Uh, I don't know if he is, I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, okay, well, then I apologize, but um, mm -hmm. I thought he was. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, this is a huge movement. Like all the people who came at the RNC, the RNC, the, the RNC convention, like, and their stories they were telling, like, I think is waking up a lot of people. Uncle Tom, like, I know Phil watched it. Like, it it was very touching. I know people watched Uncle Tom, and mm -hmm. I think it's it's gonna really help get him in that third. I think he'll be in thirty percent. It's you know we can we can place our bets later. Yeah, on I, this, I can tell you if you if you haven't seen the Uncle Tom documentary fucking see it because it is fan it, it's a it's it's fantastic it's really good i i loved it i really liked it a lot um has anyone else watched it look had, i haven't had a chance yet yeah i've had i've had a chance either yeah i'll uh 
where is it at on YouTube or on Netflix? You or... have to go. Website. Yeah, you have to go to a website to um, order it or whatever. Um, forget what I forget what it is. I just I got the DVD, so I, I wasn't trying to. I think you know. it's OpenTom.com. I think it's on uncletom.com, I think. Oh, oh, speaking of uh, documentaries, Sean, did you ever, did any of you see, ever see the uh, the censored documentary that has, like, Alex Jones and Gavin McGinnis and Paul Joseph Watson? I've seen clips from that. Um, that was done by those two um, uh, filmmakers that, video producers that turn out to be told traitors so mm-hmm. i kind of like I, and when i heard, uh, that was a uh, piece milo wrote about them but i, I mean it looked like a well produced look we got the whitfield report and then it moves over to yeah it removes over to versa media we got everything like this is this is great great stuff but, so, but both show, both shows are way more entertaining than Saturday Night Night Live. For oh, sure. I mean that that's not. Come on, come on, bars. Sam. The bar is not that high with Saturday. I mean Saturday well, Night Live is a terrible show. Well, well, not well, not well, not anymore. And it and it's in its heyday when Norm Macdonald was on the Weekend Update. Oh, I mean, they, well, I mean, yeah, that's that goes without saying. I mean, they. That was that was at a point in time where it was really out of tape. You had Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, like um, Dennis Miller. Dennis, I mean, just they they cranked out stars. It's just I don't yeah. know. I don't know who the fuck these people are in this now. Most like, most, most of their big most of their uh, stars now, um, not the ones today, but the ones we met mentioned like the really big ones are all considered alt right now by the left uh, yeah i know i know it, it's weird oh it's speaking just... of uh the right and alt right and all those things we were just mentioning before with these statistics on exit polls i didn't realize how many questions there were with these one of the more interesting ones and this is kind of how what I thought of, like as a you know as me, but I'm always wondering how much this felt to people. But it said most important issue in 2016, um, overwhelmingly for Republicans, immigration at 64 percent. Number two, terrorism, 57 percent. Number three, economy, 42 percent, and then number four, foreign policy at 34 percent but for democrats foreign policy was the most important issue which is kind of strange then the economy then terrorism and then at the bottom immigration so everybody thinks the economy is important is pretty much one of the most important things with conservatives immigration takes the cake and with democrats who knows what the fuck they think is important but very interesting statistics rights probably what was that? Tranny rights or some bullshit thing like that. Yeah, probably. Man was doing that stupid shit. But I have a question. So hold on, Monique Worthy just said, "What am I watching?" Monique, are you the Monique who went viral? Like, are you the one who made that video? And you're in the the DFW area. 
because that's the only Monique I know on my Twitter account. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's the one who went viral. And, like, uh, I think, what's his name? Um, what is his name? Uh, not, no, what's his name? I think his name is James Wood, Wood something. James Woods? Yeah, he, he retweeted her earlier. I want to know that's her. What's up, William? <laughs> so I'm going to go on her Twitter. It looks like she has 153 followers. So it might not be That's already? She was at 32 earlier. She must just be killing it. Yeah, I'm going to go James Woods Twitter. You said James Woods retweeted her? No, he posted her video. Okay. And I, uh, I posted her video in the chat section, like her actual profile. Her name is Monique. And I see Monique in the chat section. Oh, nice. Well, what was this and video? She, when she was talking about, okay, the first she started like, um, do I think that Trump's racist? No. And then she explains why. Hold on, let me go find it and uh, tag you. Because that, that's the same Monique. She's dope, you guys. You have to follow her. Yeah, I'll give her a follow. Yeah, get her account, post it, and we'll give her the follow. Yeah. Yeah, because she, I think, oh, I found her. On Twitter, her name is I am Monique 16 Okay. And I'm like, hold on, let me tag you in the video and you can play it cause so everyone can know who she is. Because she's, yeah. like, I saw her before, like, Candace Owens, actually. So wow. I just tagged you guys in it. I just tagged her. Uh, I think it's a different one than the one in chat. So one in the chat, I found her Twitter. Oh, wait, no, I did not find her. That's a different one. Sorry. Did you get my notification? You can play her video. Like she's got the. She has a cute little, t little yellow towel on her head. Let's <sighs> see. I will go to Twitter right now. Oh man, it's amazing we're not banned yet for any of these platforms. Let's see. Mm -hmm. That's God. That's God. Wow, thirty-two thousand followers. Yeah, she's blowing up. Yeah, she should have more, to be honest. When he re when he posted her video today, he didn't tag her. I guess he probably didn't know who she was. Her actual, like, he may not have known she had a Twitter account. Crashes82 says, what, what's with the eye of Horus? Uh, I don't know who that is. No, that's the eye of Horus. That's, that, that's, that's part of our, that, that's the inspiration for the logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it it has no, it has nothing to do with like Illuminati or anything. Uh Sean is a fan of the Ellen Par Parsons project. <laughs> well, it's a, it, it, it's a little bit more than that. I mean, that's like I don't know. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool like I you you, you want you want to you want to explain it, Sean? What do you want me to do? Uh, the the eye of Horus, like what's what's going with the you know, what's up with it on your logo, or whatever. Uh, I be honest, I just liked it. I mean, I yeah. was inspired partially by an Alan Parsons cover or yeah. album cover, and I've seen it before, and I've always loved the eye of Horus, and I just kind of made my own stylization of it for this logo. I don't know if we're gonna really stick with it or not. I mean, who knows? But. It was just at the time what I kind of liked and it kind of worked and so I just ran with it and that's how we're here. Did somebody ask about that in the chat? You, 
you need yeah. to, you need to stick with it because I yeah. love it. My followers have told me they loved it, and they were like, "What does it mean? Like, you should keep it because it asks yeah. you you ask questions, and I love it. I think it looks awesome." Oh yeah, I see. Uh, Crash is a two in the chat about that. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do need to touch it up a bit because I was this one's first learning Adobe Illustrator, and it was a bit of a rough struggle, but I did figure it out eventually. Um, yeah, and oh, speaking of like followers climbing, I mentioned this before. I think off air, but. The new organization we were going to, well, we still did kind of start it. Oh, well, good news with that, too. So we were, when we were trying to do that big speaking event at Spring of Penn State, we had to create a new organization because Turning Point cocked us and was like, yeah, you can't do this. And we're like, okay, well, we'll do it our way then. And so we made our own club and did everything we needed to do. And then the virus messed everything up and we basically got cucked by a global pandemic but i made a facebook page website twitter all that jazz the face i don't know what it is the facebook page must get like five ten likes every freaking like few days i don't do anything i don't post anything there but like likes just roll in when i posted some stuff about loomer though i noticed the views and the reach kept going up the likes kind of plateaued a bit i think facebook's messing with us mm -hmm. but we have like over a hundred likes on that page over a mm hundred -hmm. i haven't done anything with it and it's like not even a year old the versa page though like it's like at a standstill it just i don't even know what to do with it i don't even bother with it it's so weird um but the good news also is that this week was all those sort of trainings for the officers to make their clubs official. You have to attend these officer trainings at Penn State to keep your club alive. Mm -hmm. We were able to find a treasurer, and he signed on. We did the trainings, and the club will live another year. Good. So we, we Gucci. I have big plans for that once this pandemic's over. We need to disrupt things and have some fun. Hey, Sean, are you going to invite us to your wedding? Breaks are being pumped right now so hard. <laughs> what were you actually asking? I didn't hear the beginning of it. I just heard wedding and freaked out. <laughs> are you going to invite us all to your wedding? Fuck no. Why? I'm kidding. <laughs> you will all be invited. Thank you, Alex. What? Yeah, she's fucking... <laughs> I love how you're being fair, though. I, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, sure. Put him on. She's probably listening like, right now like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the We gotta go. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty late, guys, you know? I mean... <laughs> 238. Cut that out. Cut that out. I just invited all these people to come. Now we have 15 in the chat. Like, come on now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well. Cool. When I get yeah. married, whenever I get married, I'll invite all of you as well. But Aww. you have to invite this. <laughs> well, 
I love okay, a good you'll get a very nice time. gift card to Olive Garden. You'll get the mm. best fucking blender Walmart has. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you some uh, Brain Force Plus supplements. Yeah, we get the <laughs> lifetime supply. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Yes. And Support local will be Texas bringing business. <laughs> what up? And Phil will be bringing his black girlfriend to my wedding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll go to Bangkok. Maybe he'll get yeah, um, one of those types. I guess. I mean, that counts. Yeah. Gotta have that chocolate cake, goddammit. Phil can bring German his chocolate, chocolate cake, and I can bring my brown sugar. Maybe <laughs> bring some of that pocky stick. <laughs> oh, we're fucked. Oh, and that was totally unrelated. But Shut Up and Dance is easily one of the best custom beat maps for Beat Saber. Highly recommend it. Oh, I don't know what it is. Oh, you play Beat Saber? Is this a comment? Mm. Hmm. Oh, no, it's from Biogen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was so pissed about Beat Saber. I wonder when my brother's house, like, oh, there's a cool game with lightsabers. Like, oh, cool. Do I get to, like, chop people up and shit? No. It's fucking Guitar Hero with, like, stupid baton. It, that <laughs> was, much. like, one of the greatest bait and switches I've ever played. I thought <laughs> you'd, like, beat people with a lightsaber, but you just play Guitar Hero with sticks. Why is 2012 RNC trending? Maybe they yeah, want like yeah. Mitt Romney, like or who, was that Mitt Romney in 2012 or is that 2008? I, I that forget. Was Romney. That was Romney. Romney. That was 2012. Yeah. God, he was one of the most disappointing people. Like, what? What do you? Who wanted him? Like to really like? Who was like? Oh yeah, I'm a 100% supporter for Romney. No, no one gives a shit about that guy, unless you're like a Mormon from from like utah you know those are the only like fucking diehard voters because like oh cool we we have a mormon guy in here let's vote for him like man mormons are an interesting religion too you ever look into that shit no i haven't we were just talking about that earlier (laughs) you you ever see the you gotta see the play the book of mormon Uh, it's by the dudes who made south park like i'm not a big play guy but that shit's funny yeah it's it's a funny it's it's a funny play um yeah uh i don't know like like i you know i have friends that are mormons and they're real nice and you know they're good people but like but but it's like you knew you knew that that Mitt romney was only getting a niche market (laughs) like yeah when he was when he got his nomination he was like mormons maybe some really 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 conservative yeah, may, maybe probably not even. Republican. I'm the, I'm I don't know if he even got like like with the evangelicals. It's like you know because you know you get some you get some of those evangel evangelicals that are like Mormon. That's kind of extreme. Yeah. I don't know. Like no, I mean, but that but then, but I mean, the scene wasn't as bad as it is now. Like like we we've, we've got a left. Like we've got a Democratic Party that's gone crazy left and is literally threatening our fucking religion like is threatening religion in america so i mean i have a question based off that right there mm-hmm. how how involved do you guys believe that bernie sanders is involved like i kind of feel like like biden is a, the trojan horse and like bernie and his like you know extremists are inside like because i feel like he I has think, what he talks about his platform, bernie... what he stands for I think Bernie's a Trojan horse too. I think I there's a think, lot. There's I don't keep think in Bernie's mind doing the anything. DNC 
literally rigged the primaries against the guy twice. Yeah. I yeah. think he is... I don't even think he's honest or genuine like people always keep saying he is. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I don't buy it. I think he... I think right now he's... He's full of shit. What was that? He's never had a real job. He's full of shit. Um, He's honestly, you know, there's no, like, attack on anybody who's, like, a single mom or dad. But, like, he's been married before, right? But he had a kid to someone who he wasn't married to. I'm not saying he cheated. I'm just saying that's the timeline. And now he's married now. But he doesn't have kids with people he's married with. It was like a girlfriend or something. Mm. Like he has a son that we don't really know about. And then like you try to look deeper into Bernie Sanders, it's really hard to find anything. I am in the top one (laughs) percent. I am a socialist and I have three houses. Yeah. Biogen says Bernie gets the stick but never the carrot. They play him so he can bribe up his supporters and try to steal from under him over and over again. Kind of. Bernie yeah, was yeah. in on it. No, nah, I don't know. Bernie's not really in on it. I mean... He's... Uh, come on. Antifa is Bernie. That uh, Tara Reid was a Bernie supporter. Hmm. Um, the whole... The, what, what is it called? Uh, was it Burstop Projects? They got them on there saying that they would... If, if Trump yeah. won again... Yeah, they were burning cities down. And that's what's going on right now. And a lot it's of true. these profiles that were pro Bernie are the Black Lives Matter accounts. And back, um, not this election necessarily, but um, the Black Lives Matter supported Bernie Sanders. I think he's just more in the in the work in the shadows. I think he's a big piece of what's going on. Well, speaking of shadows, Michael Cohen has a tell-all book. So we must believe every single word, and it's got a bunch of silly accusations and drama. But Michael Cohen says Trump hired a Fox bomber, I say Fox Obama, so a Fox bomber, during White House run. This is Obama. What was that? A faux Obama. That's how that's pronounced. Oh really? (laughs) Yes. First of all, I think this is hilarious. But second of all, read how silly how this is how silly CNN writes. Before Donald Trump ever sought the over office, he was preoccupied by its occupant, President Barack Obama, publicly questioning his birthplace and privately describing him as a quote Manchurian candidate. Oh, oh Trump's disdain for Obama <laughs> was so extreme that he took his fixation a step further, according to Cohen. Trump hired a Fox bomber to participate in a video in which Trump ritualistically belittled the first black president and then fired him. They make it sound scary and bad and everything, like as if he wore blackface. I'm like, no, he hired a fucking actor. Like Saturday Night Live does. (laughs) My question, my question, did this faux bomber piss on him too? Let's read further. I don't know. And it looks like they've got the video now. Um, I was just playing it, and and J- and Jason, Jason, Jason Potty. That we're not, we're not bashing, we're not bashing Mormons. We're like they're good people. There's just like I'll bash Mormons if anybody look, doesn't want. I don't. Out. I'm not bashing them. So like I was just saying for for Mitt Romney, like we running, 
there was no way he was going to get anything broader than Mormons and yeah, maybe, so, maybe well, majority evangelicals, no, maybe thing. like the problem. And, and that was probably also... the majority of what he was because he's not that good of a candidate. Like he well, really no, wasn't that good of a candidate. No, Here, here's mean... an ice cream comparison. And Bain yeah, like, Capital let's... really fucked him over too. Well, well no, no. his association with Bain Capital. Well, no, no, no. Here, here's here's a comparison. Like, let you know, you're trying to go and do a contest. Let's say it's like a you know the most popular ice cream flavor. Mm -hmm. You know, typically you'll have like a vanilla and a chocolate, maybe even like a strawberry. Okay, I can see that. But Mitt Romney, he was like a fucking tea berry. You know, it's like it, it tastes like fucking Pepto Bismol. Like some mm -hmm. people love it. And I, I know this from my, like, time in the fucking ice cream industry. But, you know, most people, they taste tea beer, like, it's very divisive. You know, not many people are gonna, like, even touch that shit. And Mitt Romney was out there match, uh, marching with Black Lives Matters. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna bash any Mormon or anything about Utah, because I don't know about it. So, like, I'm just, you know, here, talking with them. I don't, I don't know anything about Mormons, to be honest. Well, here's the thing. Look, when I joke about bashing Mormons, I'm not going to bash people. And that's the thing. None of us here are bashing um, people. We're bashing um, a particular person, which is different from, like, just groups of people. Yeah. Nah, also, that religion's nuts. Well, and that's, that, well like, that was the second bell I was going to say. Is we're also bashing the belief system. Like with the Islam. Look, I bash Islam all the time because it's a fucked up religion. I bash Mormonism because it's freaking weird. Okay. Well, you think you think you think Islam's weird? Like, look look at the Book of Mormon. Like, oh my God! You, you remember when we met the Mormons at Penn State? Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> they have like special underpants and shit. Yeah. And like, if, if you read about like who's that Joseph Smith or whatever, and he like claims that he found like the the fucking like Moses tablets in his backyard and like Moses or whatever, and like the Bible stuff happening in the United States and like no. Well, I'm pretty Mitt sure Romney, it doesn't say that. Dude, that's the other thing. Um, Mitt Romney, I remember this so well. Mitt Romney wore the, the magic underpants, too. And it says... <laughs> it that, says that sounds like some shit from fucking Captain Underpants. Like, I'm, is that a Mormon book? Is that, like, the secret about it? Is it a Mormon indoctrination book? Well, didn't we ask of those Mormons we met? Pens we asked them about it, remember? And they're like, yeah, it's pretty normal. And we're like, what? Yeah, they, they were, like, getting offended because I was calling out their <laughs> And, like, there's some weird stuff, too. Like, apparently, like, back in the day, there was a thing, like, in the original ones where, you know, the more wives you had, the more, like, higher in heaven or something you got up to. And then they, you know, to get Utah to state, they had to ban the polygamy, so they... I did away with that. Like apparently, yeah. blacks weren't even allowed to be Mormon until like the seventies. And that's well, like what we're trying to say is like, look, you can be a Mormon and be a good person. That's fine. Okay, that's great. If it works, great. Mm -hmm. But it's the religion has weird shit in it that turns the average person off. Like Christians don't wear magic underpants. They and they don't, don't like ban. They don't ban you from drinking coffee. It's not even just alcohol. It's like, oh no, no. So you ban alcohol and coffee. It's like, at least, at least Islam. You know, they allow you to drink coffee. Like they're the people who like pretty much invented it. Yeah, we'll 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 throw you off a fucking roof if you're gay. But yeah, you can have your coffee. <laughs> pretty much. So. Uh... 
So Manning's channel in the chat brings up a good point on on the Whitfield Reports chat. He says, uh, in 2012, the RNC unseated delegates for Ron Paul, stealing the nomination from Ron Paul and giving it to Romney. No. Also the... No. <laughs> Ron Paul didn't have anywhere near close delegates. <laughs> Fake God, news. The... Ron is Paul he or is Bernie a... Sanders? He's not even the Bernie Sanders. He had nowhere near close to the delegates. He still anyone would have been better than Mitt Romney, I think. Like he, no, I, I think I will I will say this. I would have voted for Ron Paul over over Mitt Romney. Uh, I would have voted for Joe Exotic. Again, bar's not that high. <laughs> Mitt Romney was a shit candidate. I'll I'll be honest. If I admit I, was... I didn't vote. I didn't vote. I was like, this is a shit election, man. Fuck You this. didn't vote? I Phil. didn't vote. Well, I didn't I vote either, but I wasn't bold enough. If we voted for McCain or Romney, I feel like we would be in the same predicament we're in now. Honestly, look, honestly, Donald Trump got me to vote like that. I I, I don't think I was really voting all that much. Uh, I don't think ever. Well, no, there was a, I think there was two elections that I voted for out before Trump, like, Trump got me to vote. That's like the that, power of him. That's like he he was he was he's just a different he's just a different candidate. He was just like one of those charisma. guys. It's like yeah, I mean it was just he Heart he charisma, brought something but... different. Well, no, he just brought he brought different shit to the table. Yeah. you know it wasn't what? it was like you know I'm. I talked to it's... a lady the other day door knocking that was a Democrat and she still registered Democrat. She said. You know, I love Bill Clinton, but most politicians, I, she said, I wasn't happy with any of them, didn't care for any of them until Trump. It's because he is real. He's authentic. He's a businessman. I he's like politically incorrect, and he brought exciting change. But who was the person to comment about Ron Paul getting the election stolen from him or the nomination stolen from him? Who, well, who said I mean, that? Um, Magic. Yeah, in my chat. Okay, I want them to look right here. This shows the delegates, okay? Mirami had 1,575 delegates. Ron Paul wasn't even in second fucking place. Rick Santorum, <laughs> who's a far-right religious uh, conservative, Weirdo. got 245. And then Ron Paul, trailing way behind that, had 177. Even if he had gotten Newt's and Rick Santorum's, he would still be way, way far behind Romney. Not even at a third, I believe, of Romney's. It's like, I, I hear this from these libertarians all the time, and it, like, triggers me. Like, one we knew um, from Penn State, was, I and I saw the screenshots, told us that Rand Paul would have won the 2016 election if Trump didn't run, which is the dumbest thing ever. Um, There's 22 yeah. people. It's a fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> it's like, what, what are these libertarians? Like, grow up and get out of your, like, cuckoo land. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, guys, it's, it's like almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Almost and... 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, my time is too. different time. Um, so I have, a, I have a question for everybody, you guys and the chat, please, please answer. Sure. If you were to consider someone running for president in 2024, that's a conservative, um, who do you think would be the best choice? Don Jr. 
No. No. Mike Pence. I like Junior. No. Not Mike, no, not Mike Pence. No. no. Why not? Mm-hmm. No. He didn't seem to have that backbone, and I was actually disappointed at first when Trump picked him. I think he, uh, he picked him for a strategic reason. You need to be now. He's a good. He's a good vice president. I'm not sure I'd put him on, on the on the presidential ticket. So who would we yeah. get then? What, the vice what, exactly. Let me let me put it this way. I think I think Mike Pence would be a good would be a good president. Okay, I think I think he would be a good president. But as far as campaign. Wise, I think that Mike Pence is too much on the on the religious right for most people. I at least to uh, agree, but as a non-religious person, I would vote from a hundred percent. Yeah, but he well, comes off well, yeah. as like you know. Shocking but I think gay a people. lot of people Shit. don't trust Mike Pence. A lot of people don't trust him, so I don't think that he be elected as president. I feel like they don't trust him. Um, I keep seeing it on the feed, like. People trying to figure out what's up with Mike Pence. People don't trust Mike Pence like that. Yeah. And then someone in the chat said Tim Scott. Mm. I can totally see a Tim Scott. I do like that pick. I do like Tim Scott as a pick. I'm not sure. There's a, there's a little hesitancy, but I really like that pick. But here's I, the I, thing. The I like, that like that. Runs in I like... 2024 needs to continue the Trump MAGA movement. Who is well, the Tim, most... Tim, Tim Scott. Scott. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I mean... so. Why not? So why? He does but, not have wide enough name recognition. Yep, that's where I was going. Yeah, nobody. Knows I mean, who he is except for did Obama really have name recognition before the? You no, know, but he had the media did not. help him get that. We do well, not have the, the, that. We would have to push Tim Scott. I mean, like he he'll get he'll get the vote the black vote because when they realize he's actually the author of the um, second chance. Then, and then they've been, he's been getting attacked and called all these names because they don't realize he is actually the author and then Trump signed off on it. And then Kanye and Kim get all the credit for the, the crime, the the Second Chance Act. And it, honestly, Tim could be a great candidate for it. Oh, I someone said Tim Scott with uh, Rad Paul as a VP. Ooh, Rand, so Rand that's Paul. not going to happen. No, no Rand no. Paul is, look, Rand Paul is a little, like, segment of the party that's dying Rand paul is the past the future is populism and nationalism it's people like matt gates like laura luma i think matt gates will run one year i don't think 24 is his time he's too young but matt gates is a future president tim scott possibly but mm-hmm. i don't i don't i don't see i'll be honest i don't see anybody i honestly out. Well, I we have tim scott Hold on, I can see a Tim Scott and a Vernon Jones. I kind of think that Vernon Jones has been kind of pushing this power move because I think he wants more than where he's at. Because it benefits him to support Trump right now because then he'll have the, the Trumpicans. And he'll be like, hey, you know, I, I was awake during this time frame. And then it would also maybe help gain some Democrats um, to vote as well. So if maybe a, a Tim Scott and Vernon Jones ticket well, might here's work the thing. out. Here's the thing, too. Like, I think we could have another black horse thing like Trump, like someone who wasn't mm-hmm. really into politics. Yeah. And they just sort of materialized. Who would yeah. that be, though? That's very, very few people. Very few. What if? Yeah. No, he... I don't who, think who there's anybody be? like that right now. Except oh, someone said, Mark someone said Alan West. 
And I don't know who John James is, but that's what someone else said. John James uh, is running for Senate in Michigan. He yeah, he's a not a future, but he yeah, is he nowhere is. ready for presidential time. Yeah. He, he still needs to win his Senate race. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think the Republicans I think this is honestly what's gonna happen, okay. and I'm not saying this is what should happen, but I think this is what's gonna happen is Republicans aren't gonna have a, all a big star in twenty twenty four unless Pence runs. And you're going to end up with a Democrat president. I think it's very likely, given history, many other things, it's going to be a Democrat. But, it's probably going to but be. People don't, but people don't like Mike Pence like that, though. I think no, no, I think yeah, no, I no, think no. people like no. Mike Pence a lot. No. I no, totally no, disagree. Close. That's you not what I've been well, supporters. They love Mike Pence a lot because he's fucking tied to Trump. Exactly, and that's why he would but that run. Is, but that's, that's not. That, 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 see, hold like on. See, take... that's the problem Democrats are having with they're tying Biden to Obama, and but, that's not working. Yeah, but the problem is so, Biden is a weak candidate, whereas Mike Pence is not. So this could be like the way I see this because Sean because Sean does have a good point, and this just made me think of something. Um. If Pence were to run, he could win, but here's the thing. I think that Pence would kind of be like George H.W. Bush all over again, because think about it this way, uh, folks. <laughs> why, why, did people, why did people vote? For, I mean, I know that none of us were born yep. in 1989, but why, why did people vote for George H.W. Bush? It was because of Reagan, and Reagan ended the Cold War, right? Um, well, well, Clinton was in between that though. So, um, so why well, did they pick? Why did they pick uh, Bush Jr. then? Because Clinton was first after Reagan. Well, okay, hold on. There was Senior, and then it was Bill. Well, right, and that that that's that. It, I'm not talking about Clinton, okay? For forget about Clinton. I'm talking about why people <laughs> voted for H.W. Bush though first. It was because oh, yeah. of, of yeah. Reagan, and right. so, and so I think I think if anyone votes for, I think if Pence gets the nomination, that is the only way Pence would win. But again, that's a big if. If uh, if Pence were to run, here's the thing too: is that look, I I personally am not like, in like I think. When Trump first picked Pence, I was like, I was indifferent because Pence is farther right than I am, more religious than I am, and a lot mm -hmm. of countries kind of the same way. But as time went on, and I understand the strategic picking is really smart. As time went on, I've also grown to actually like the guy a lot more. And yeah. while I think if Pence, let me put it this way, if Pence had never been vice president and ran twenty twenty four, he would lose. But if he does run 2024, sure. he's an automatic front runner nomination I, locked in. And it's I only don't because know. Of Trump. And look, Pence, I think, is a smart enough guy to know where the pulse of the country's at. He is more religious than I would take. But so is Mitt Romney, and Mitt Romney won the nomination. I'm not saying Pence would win the general. He probably would, maybe. I don't know, actually. I really don't know, actually, but he would win the nomination. If we could get I mean, Mitt fucking Romney to get the nomination, we could get Mike Pence I, the nomination. I think it's a, there's a good chance it's within the Trump family. Yeah, no. I honestly no. think no. it's I'll I tell do. you why. I think people, it's 
No, people actually, don't like. Interestingly enough, Junior, according to Mike Cernovich, has no interest in running for president mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that's true. I don't true. think that's true. Yeah, this is why I don't think it's true. Because yeah, but that's Mike Cernovich. I mean, look, yeah. Donald. Look, Donald Trump didn't didn't have didn't want to run for president. Yeah, he, he did. felt like. Yeah, he did. He did it actually well, once before too. He had made it quite clear in 2012 too. He was thinking about running. That Roger Stone had been with him for years, pushing him to run, and they'd been talking about that. Has been, I remember even in 2012 when we thought he was going to run and we were hoping for it. Trump had the eye on the prize for a while. Don Jr., I can't read it. I he mm-hmm. could, he might not, but Cernovich says no. And Sean, have you listened to or read his book Triggered? Have you listened to Triggered or watched it? I mean, read it? Not yet. That might be the reason why you don't think he would run. Because it sounds to me like he didn't say he would run, but all these books he's putting out, I'm kind of thinking like there's kind of a setup, like he's pulling it up so he can run. Because people like kind of like talking about, oh, I want Ivanka to run. But like Junior, no. people are chanting his name for 2024 yeah. in the rallies. I think 2024 so, would be a bit too soon for him because he doesn't really have, like Trump built his business. And so that gives him a strong backing credentials to run without political experience don jr inherited it i mean i'm not saying to the gray or anything because he's amazing i love the guy he's a patriot but he didn't build what trump has so he doesn't have this strong credibility of an outsider just yet it's just he needs a little something else and i don't know what that would be but he needs a little something else to prove he is a strong businessman because a lot of people just see him as the son of Trump that kind of inherited what his dad has. Trump is but the builder. But he's stronger on 2A, though. That's another reason why people love him. He's stronger on 2A, like the bump stocks and stuff. Like, he is way more, like, more... He is more pro yeah. Yeah, so I think that will also help him win. And then, you know, he, you know, Trump has his family all helping him and backing him up. So would Junior. So people are going to assume and think this will be the same team. Yeah, and I think, look, I would, well, I know Don Jr. has thought about running for president. There's no way he hasn't. But will he do it? I don't know. I really don't know. I really can't read it. And Kimberly making moves and being his girlfriend, she might see some potential in him too becoming a president. I don't know. I but, did not realize that she was the ex-wife of Gavin Newsom. That kind of throws me off. That threw me off. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I understand people can change their minds, but I just feel like I can't trust anybody who came over there. I don't know. John, uh, Don Jr., I'm not saying you should break up with her. But like It's kind of like a little red flag. That's, that's, that's it. Second. <laughs> here's, here's what I think matters the most for Huron 2024. What is Trump's legacy going to look like? Is he going to be remembered as a good okay. president or are people going to want to disassociate with him? Go, and I don't think we going back. I don't know yet. You know, we don't know that yet. No, okay. they want more. They want more. The base is so fired up right now. They right want now. So if I say four years, years if I say this, who's going to disagree with me? Okay. Uh, the this This RNC, first off, the RNC was a wild success, but. I have to say that Kimberly Guilfoyle speech, that might have been the most cringe moment of the fucking it RNC. Cringe. It was huh? cringe. It was like she was at yeah. a rally 
It was pretty crazy. Like she was at a rally, but it wasn't a rally. I mean, it was bad. I, I, I was, I was, was like, no good. fucking way. I didn't. The only thing I saw was the memes from it, and I was like, oh it, boy, it was bad. It was bad. It like it was bad. I it, mean, it. Thankfully, thankfully, the Republicans, the every Republican after that, pretty much nailed it the rest of the way. But like. Yeah, that was that was bad. I just it think she's used to like the rally environment and her yelling and stuff. That would have worked perfectly for a rally, but it was just not perfect for the she was kind of off. Like she was kind of off in the uh like like when she spoke at Penn State too. Like there was something off about yeah, like her when she was she was speaking at Penn State. There wasn't like you I like Charlie Kirk Charlie Kirk was good. Donald Trump Jr. was good. And I was like, there was something you know off. I can see Charlie Kirk being Donald Trump Jr.'s VP. Like, yeah. I can see. No, 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 no. no. I, so I feel like Charlie Kirk has been more so going towards the kind of like that, the religious side. I've been watching his videos. Like on Sundays, he has like these I little would take, shows. I would take Jared Kushner over Charlie Kirk, and I don't like Char- Char- Jared Kushner. I know, Kushner. but I think he would be a good, a good VIP pick for a junior. Well, Charlie, I mean, the reason I, th- I think he's going more religious is because I think he feels... Because, um, look, Charlie, I think, is trying to kind of ride where the party's going and i know milo and a few other people are saying that there's going to be sort of a religious resurrection in the party and i think that's kind of true we'll see about Char- that but Charlie's all let's face it though too charlie is also trying to clean up his image as yes. as kind of a frat boy too oh so. i wasn't gonna say that i was gonna say he's trying to clean up his image of not being hip with whatever's hip and conservative world now but one thing i'll mention too is um uh, oops did i did i spill some some tea, some tea. yeah <laughs> See, he, he does kind of gives me some friday vibes Yo, that's Man, he, uh, i don't know he seems... what do you guys think about ivanka and uh candace owens ticket so no, Candace that's, that's not gonna happen. Certain, yeah, Candace I mean, is gonna I run mean, for probably some Ivanka, like congressional. Ivanka, amazing. Ivanka's amazing. I, I'm not gonna say, not gonna lie. She she may be one of the most amazing women ever, but like, mm-hmm. uh, like they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna go after Jared Kushner hard, mm. hard. They're already going after him because. With, with with being part of Trump's, you know, like advisory group, and like if if he was if he was the if oh, he right. was is the that, first, is that Ivanka's husband? First, yeah. Okay. That would be really not like I don't know, I don't know how the public would take that one. Well, here I'll, well, I found the, something that's from uh. Last... That'd be one where Jared Kushner might take, like, basically drag Ivanka down. Like, yeah. Well, if 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 Ivanka ran and Jared Kushner weren't were involved, the J the and I hate to, I hate to say this, but the J the JQ people, the JQ people would come out of the fucking woodwork would work if a Ivanka ran. I don't think so. she'd run. I think she has some aspirations, but I don't know what they are. 
Candace, I think, yeah. will definitely run for some sort of public office at like a sure. congressional seat or something. Depending on where it is, she could easily win it. Um, but we'll see. I will say, to back up what I'm talking about and take this with a grain of salt, just again, but mm-hmm. this for food for thought. Um, in what was August? last month was August, August 14th, 2020 article from Newsweek. Mike Pence leads Donald Trump Jr. by 14 points in 2024 Republican primary poll. Like I said, take it for granted because it means, what was that? What does that mean? They're, they they did a poll um, among 2024 potential Republican candidates for a primary, and they found that people uh, would, uh, had, Mike Pence had a 14-point lead over Don Jr. in the poll. Um, 31% Republican response said that Pence would be their first choice in the 2024 race. 17%, Fake news. <laughs> 17% said they'd choose the president's son. Um, but like I said, this means nothing because it's not 2024 yet. So a lot can change. And it's a poll. And it is a poll. It it but look, I think, look, people like Mike, and he would be the strongest contender coming out of a Trump. Um, to you know, double year of eight years to run for president. I keep hearing people prop up Nikki Haley, which I think is the dumbest fucking idea ever. Yeah, because no, nobody yeah. actually likes her. She is a neocon, and she was a never Trumper until she had to uh, support Trump. Yeah. Oh. oh, you guys, I want to point this out too. I was going to say this earlier, but I couldn't remember what I was going to like tell you guys. Um, these people who are walking away from Democratic, I mean, sorry, from the Republican Party and going to the Democratic Party, I think there's a, a lot of factors involved in that. But I think one of the main factors is they will not be reelected as a Republican because people are so they, they support Trump so much. That's another sign people just think about these 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 rhinos know that they, they have not been you know answering to people who voted for them and doing something different. So they know they're not going to get reelected. So they're going to go to the Democratic Party, right? So I feel like that's kind of why there's more of like a like a small percentage of the rhinos going to the Democratic Party is because they they know that they're they're not going to get reelected because they're rhinos. Oh yeah, it's like Justin Amash fleed the scene. All these people fleed it because they know, yeah, you're fucked now. Like Amash, I remember was like when after he voted to impeach Trump. Uh, or even before that, when he was like talking about it or saying it should be, dude, he plummeted. He, everybody not, started to hate him. Not even the libertarians want want anything to have to do with him now, and that should tell you something. Well, actually, I know some libertarians actually donate to his campaign before he even like <clears throat> dropped out. Dang. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Get a refund. Get a refund. Um, of course. <laughs> No refunds from Mr. Mash. But, but anyway, guys, it it is three AM here, so do you guys yeah, think so we should wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's so. a good idea. We should wrap it up. It is late comments are going Milo for press secretary twenty twenty four. We can only dream. Cance yeah. will be press secretary. Uh, I love how people always say <laughs> these things will actually happen. I'm like, Yeah, I yeah. wish, but no, <laughs> I, mean, I think what people also need to forget was the last thing I'll say is that 
When you get into politics, you very quickly realize, I don't want to run for public office. That is the worst, absolute dumbest fucking thing possible. Oh, yeah. But a lot of these people, they're for real to do it. Either they do love the fun ride of it, or they're just doing it out of obligation. That's what I think. Yeah. But that's all for tonight. If you want to follow Donnie on Twitter, it's at... I actually forget what the handle is now. Donnie the Don. It's D-O-N-I the Don. If you want to follow Sam Whitfield on Twitter, you go to at Sam underscore WGC. Did I get that right? At, at Sam W underscore NDC. And... So, which... Which stand, which has, which is, stands for uh, next gen conservative. That's what, that's what NGC stands for. So. Okay, cool. And Phil, you are you still, are you at Pluffy Phil still? I am still at Pluffy Phil. I miss Dictator Phil. Second. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. We might we we, we might whip it out. We might whip out Dictator Phil here in a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's quite possible. Whip out the well, Alex. <laughs> Alex is, it is, uh, it is entirely possible. So it, it is it it is entirely possible that Dictator Phil might come back. It is that would be amazing. Hashtag bring so. back Dictator Phil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, again, that's it, guys. Have a nice night and enjoy your Labor Day weekend and don't do anything stupid and catch the woo flu. So remember, wash your hands. Later, God. Gators. Take God, Love you God guys. freedom, I can see in that order, and God bless, folks. God bless America. Wash your hands, America. <laughs> <laughs>